Wake, 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 wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get day of the week yes made it through a whole week Woo. we got the dance party coming up we're already getting bugged by uh, granny panty carol she's blowing us up she's apparently going on vacation with her granny panties up north and with her bestie oh, fun she said i'm going to uh she's trying to swear but her phone keeps editing uh she's gonna bug the crap <laughs> out of us swear. <laughs> yeah where is she going did uh, she say uh, she's going to the up with her bestie that's awesome yeah that Apparently is awesome. I wonder how cold new. it is in the UP right now, because down here it's like 45. Oh, yeah. 46. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I bet in the UP right now it's 35. <laughs> right? I'll bet you. I'll bet you're right. What's what's mm-hmm. the city up there? Uh, St. Agnes, Iron Mountain. I, there's a lot of them. <laughs> there's a lot of cities in the in the UP. Fish. It is Iron Mountain. Yeah, that's way north. 31. <laughs> Beautiful. Good call. But that's Connie. way north. I don't know if they're going that far, but she's going to St. Ignace. Yep, she's going to be she's going to be on us all day. We just talked about her, and with our delay, <laughs> Carol. she's still popping right in. Oh, sweet Carol. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm ready for the weekend. Yes, I am too. I woke up at two o'clock this morning, Ooh. and and I'm not complaining. I'm just pointing out a fact. Okay. It was so cold in my room. Because, you know, I sleep with a fan on. Mm-hmm. Because when I go to bed, it's not so cold in my room. You know, my house is at, like, 73. And I had the windows yeah. open until the very last minute. Like, you know, the front door with the screen and blah, blah, blah. So I get some cross breeze going through here. So it was probably, like, cross 71 breeze. in my house by the time I went to bed. And uh, Dan's really good about it because he'll leave them open until he goes to bed, you know? Yeah. Just so yeah. I can uh, snuggle and sleep. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what it was this morning, but... <laughs> I woke up at two o'clock and I was like, "Is it forty degrees in our house right now?" Feels like oh, it's forty degrees in here. That's awesome, though. It was great, I mean, though. Yeah, I understand what you mean, though, when you're saying, you know, I mean that that's <sighs> the cool. best way to sleep. It is one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Oh, that was me yesterday. Sorry, that's me. Oh, I don't. We know gotta hear the ten minute long mower story now, Steve. Oh boy. Steve, are you ready to hear a 10 minute long more? So come on, 10 <laughs> I minutes. I guess so. 
Show I. I've already the heard the 10 minute long mower story today. Yeah, I don't know oh, if you know this buddy. or not, Steve, but I actually <laughs> talk to Cotty once in a while on the phone. No. He does. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, I will say this for the first time in uh, probably months, <laughs> Connie, Steve what? and I talked on the phone yesterday once as well. Weird. For like 10 minutes off it's when we were true. off. Here. Yeah. Mm. Steve, we are you doing... okay? Uh, I'm, I mean, I guess I'm fine because I didn't have to hear the mower story. I, I oh no, you do right now though. Oh, you do oh. right now. Yeah, and that was PM, Steve. That was pre mower. But I actually, after I got off the phone with Steve, cranked up the old yard. So we live on like we have like a acre and a quarter, or whatever of land. Mm-hmm. And my neighbor, I I kind of pushed myself into a bet with my neighbor. He's like, you won't mow that yard with a push mower because he fixed my push mower because he likes to fix and tinker with things. He's like, you will not even use that four times this year. I'm like, dude, I'll bet you a hundred dollar dinner that i do hmm. and he's like done so number two yesterday your boy <laughs> fish was mowing away and uh <laughs> see the first time i did it it was like 90 degrees yesterday was easy right mm-hmm. mowing the yard everything's going good i decide i'm gonna stop i'm gonna get a little bit of a beverage right yeah, and because uh, I usually wear a hat that has beer can holders on it, and then I just use that. But no, he yesterday, doesn't. Yeah, no, you how don't. cool would that be? <laughs> that would be amazing. But no, you don't. So I'm mowing away yesterday, and I stop, and I fill it back up with gas because it's going to need it at this point. And uh, I go and I start the thing, and it, it runs for three seconds, and it stops. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is time number two. Like, I need to win this bet. I've got limited weeks left. No, 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 no. <laughs> And I keep mm. trying and trying. And then I'm like, Alicia, come here. She was doing work and she was working at the house. And she like comes over and I'm like, hold this while I pull that and blah, 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 blah. Something that unfortunately is never said in my house. And uh, okay. So then uh, I got seven minutes left. Oh, I that. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, filler in. See, see, yeah. you, you feel my pain, Steve. It's not always good to talk to him before yeah. the show. What yeah, were we talking about again? I, I yeah. kind of out there. He fixed it and finally oh. finished his lawn. There you go. Like 2.30 oh, yesterday afternoon, he fixed it and finally oh, finished man, it. Oh, man, after da, lunch, da, da, yeah. That was the whole story. No, oh, man. And to wrap up the story, I just got a text from Carol, who's going on vacation, and has texted us one, two, three, four, five, six times. Uh, she said, oh, crap. You just reminded me I have to go mow my lawn before I leave. Damn you. Dot, dot, dot. LOL. There you, you cannot go. mow your lawn at 6.15 in the morning. Yeah. She can. Yeah. Sure. Why? Go ahead. Your neighbors will love it. There's no. <laughs> That's like yeah. one of the worst neighborly things you could ever do. That's Wait at me. least until 7.30. 7, 7.30. I think if it's now, your, wait yard, it, your yard. Isn't it supposed to be like after 9 or 8 for sure? At least You're not eight. supposed to yeah, do anything right. before 8 o'clock. I don't know what day though. I think you could pop it out at seven. No, 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 no. That's one way to make your neighbors hate. You know she's a selfish neighbor though, Connie. You know she is. Carol's not selfish. She's she nude sunbathes and doesn't even have a fence. Carol was on our uh, Punta Cana trip with us, and she never talked to us the whole entire time. It was the weirdest thing ever. And then she, we get back from Punta Cana. And she texts the show a hundred times a day, and we're like, "Why didn't you talk to us like this in Punta Cana?" <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> they didn't want to bug you, which was, I mean, that's a sweet thought. But I mean, we go on the trip to hang out with people. Like it was just very funny. We had a pretty good conversation you. in the duty free 
Remember yeah, that you was did. about it. On the way home? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was on the way home. And it was about oh. what candy we were buying at the duty free. <laughs> oh. She's weird. so funny. She's texted three times since I read her last text. <laughs> she said, no, I do have to work today. I'm going to do it when I get home from work. Then she said, oh. crazy ass. And then she said, okay, fine, I'll behave. Oh, wait, she just texted one more time. I am shy. <laughs> yeah, you're so shy, Carol. Good but you Lord. know what? She's one of those people, like if she was on a dating site or something like that, yeah. um, she would cr- come across completely different because from what she texts us, she's not shy at all. So no. she's like a radio person who's super shy in real life, but gets behind a microphone in a studio by themselves and they can talk for a million hours. Right. Without a doubt. And they're not shy at all. <laughs> a lot of radio people are actually like that. You know, she's like, uh, like Connie, I wouldn't based on her texting, not her in real life, based on her texting. I wouldn't have been surprised if you woke up one morning when we were all in Punta Cana and she was in your room sitting in a chair going, are we going to go to the beach today? You know, like, how did you get in my room? How did you get in here? No, yeah, no. that she seemed like not stalkerish, but just like fun, but like. Like a little bit unique, where she broke into your room somehow and was sitting there watching. A little bit stalkerish. <laughs> like she yeah. scaled the outside on the balconies and mm-hmm. ended up I in my totally room. Totally see her. Totally see her doing that. I can totally see her doing that too. Uh, uh, son of a gun. So, she Steve, did you do fireball. anything fun yesterday? Do you have a mower gate story for us or no? I don't. I don't. Sorry. I, I forgot though. The other day, Connie, I forgot to mention I went to an apple orchard though. On, <gasps> what? Uh, on Dude, Wednesday. Why are you? Why are you telling her that? I love that. Did you and you took Charlotte? Yeah, we took Charlotte and Izzy, and then we picked some apples, and they had like some hay uh, haystacks to climb on. She got to pet mm-hmm. some baby goats, which Fun. she really loved. Yeah, it, it was a good time. Got some cider, got some donuts, got some real honey, or yeah, real honey and real uh, uh, maple syrup too to take home. Why it's are a perfect you day for this. <laughs> well, I was actually God thinking too that if you Thank don't you. have anyone to go with for your second oh, time you this year, you could come with us. Uh, yeah, I will go with we're you. Planning a, we're planning on going again at some point because we want to get uh, pumpkins later on, like sometime in October. We want to go again. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Dude. Dude. <laughs> okay. I'm there. Nice. Dunzo. You are so What are you duding him for? Dude, that's so not cool to Dan. That is so bad, bro code. Because Dan's Why? already going to, because Connie's already said, oh, I'll be surprised if we even go once. And he's going to go once, but he'll never go oh. twice. And now no, I, I don't have that. to sit around and wait for him to go. If I wait, sat around and waited for Dan to go, I would never go to Cider Mills, ever. At, I go by myself. Point. I go at by myself point. or with a friend or whatever. I don't care. So, yeah, I'll go with Steve and his family because yes. I'm not waiting around. But at some point, Connie, at some point, you're going to go. Please. Oh, hey, Dan, I have to go. Or I have to go, or like Steve's already gone, or hey, Dan, I'm going with Steve and his family because you won't take me or because you don't want to go or oh, something. Steve, don't even listen to him. Fish is just mad that he didn't think of it himself and invite me. No, to God, I know, no, right? Yes. Bro code. Yes. Bad bro code. <laughs> yes. Bad Who's bro your code. loyalty to? Give me yeah. a break. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but there's bro code. I mean, like, come on, there's some stuff. I could take you to, like, a, I don't know, the, the grocery store and show you some apples. That's not bad bro code. But taking you to an orchard. Yeah, that's apples. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how about these apples? You have no loyalty, Fish. That's, that's oh, a sad that's, thing. No, that's no, sad no. Thing. It's just bad bro code. It's a Connie, sad day in County and Fishville when you're, you have bro code with Dan and you don't have any loyalty to the person who you've known for almost 26 years. Bad. Hold on. Hold on. That's a bad sec. friend code. <laughs>
I just got distracted. We have 18 more texts from Carol. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Carol, we are done. And He's now her family's texting. <laughs> Fish is trying to change the subject. Mm-hmm. Now the rest of her family's texting. Is, like, are we literally only doing a show for Carol and her family? Is that the only people that listen? Yes. <laughs> are there, is yes. there anyone else out there that knows Carol? Good Lord. Not, not until about 7.15, and then we get like two more people. That's true. <laughs> but I the like first hour and 15 minutes, it's just the four of us. Or and one of the two people is a psychiatrist writing a novel about weird relationships. <laughs> so it doesn't even count. <laughs> uh, uh, Good Lord. All right. Uh, uh, we got the text question of the day coming for you next. Uh, mm-hmm. Connie, I have a little present for you real quick here. You uh, do. You know, okay, obviously uh, we've, we've done this before. A couple things we've done before, but I've got something new for you. And it's not anything musical, but it's super cute. Okay. So we know the song Kiss from a Rose from Seal. Yes. Which means I'm playing that. So you know what I'm going to play for you right now. Seals singing Seal. Seals singing Seal. (laughs) Here it comes. I do love them. Yeah, you love animals. Mm-hmm. You love that. And then, of course, I, I have uh, from a while ago, I, I shared with you a uh, laughing chicken, the old laughing chicken. Very ticklish. Francis. Oh, yeah, Francis. Oh, Francis. <laughs> Francis. Well, I've been sitting on this and I haven't had a chance to share it with you. Do you know what a Malamu is? An Alaskan Malamu? Yes. Puppy dog. Dog? Yeah. Isn't it Malamute? I think it's Malamute. Malamute. I I think it's, I think the T is silent. Uh, (laughs) You're silent. Regardless. Uh, Anyway, the Alaskan Malamute or Mew. uh, Mew. Anyway, do you know what a talking toy hamster is? Or a, yeah, a toy hamster? Like talking toy hamster? Like a real hamster or a fake toy? It's like, uh, yeah, no, it's it's a fake toy hamster. No. Like oh, a, sure. It's like it's a, a, yeah, they, sure. They, I know what a hamster is, and I know what a kids. toy is. So sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, here is an Alaskan Malamu or mute uh, okay. with a talking toy hamster. <laughs> you ready? They're gonna argue. Yes. <laughs> oh, here they go. Isn't that weird? Or is that Super too cute. loud and annoying? It's not cute worthy of keeping, though, is it? Super cute. Oh. Okay, Malamu. Be quiet. There we go. <laughs> Super cute. <laughs> yeah. Yes, thank you for playing those for us, Fish. Yeah, I just weirdo. wanted to make you uh, smile. Do you call me a weirdo? What? In my head, I feel like you I just can't called hear me a weirdo. You, what? I feel huh? like she called me a weirdo. Huh? I, <laughs> mm, I don't know. You better get it out of your system, because you know All what right. next week is. <sighs> the end of September? Almost uh, the end of September. What next week is? Third week in, in the third week in September. Don't you make a week me from today is Fish's birthday. Chuck E. Cheese for my birthday. Chuck E. Cheese for my birthday. So you better remember. <laughs> I just love that song so <laughs> me much. Too. It's great. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about the text question of the day. Okay. This is sponsored by Steve, by the way. Yeah. What What is your favorite word and why? Yeah, I wonder why Steve came up with this question, too, because he shouted it out like uh, 
Dustin Hoffman's Rain Man character at the casino. It was really weird. Because <laughs> I like fun words. Uh, okay. What is your favorite word then, Steve? I actually have two, and I like them. One, okay, for the first one I like is because I like correcting people because very few people actually use it correctly, and that mm. is penultimate. Penultimate. Yeah, which means second to last. And so people use How? it as I've never heard like, anybody use that word. No, penultimate? You. Penultimate, like, including you, yeah. Yeah, I, I I rarely ever use it, but I swear every single time, ever since I learned the definition that's second to last, I've only heard people use it incorrectly. Usually people are like, oh, that's the penultimate movie when it comes to science fiction, and thinking that it means just like ultimate or the best, but it actually uh, means second to last. Maybe they do like mean that. it's second best. I like that, I like that. <laughs> second to last, yeah. And second then the, to last. The other word I also like because... It is a word that became a word because people misused a word, and that is irregardless. Because that's yeah, not uh, a word. No, well, actually, it is now a word. It's in the dictionary. <laughs> but it's, is it it's really? Mean, yeah, its meaning is just regardless. I love it. Oh. <laughs> so now the dictionary just bows down to people who are grammatically yep. incorrect. Or give me a break. Really? They just throw in the towel? <laughs> oh, I mean, my God. Think about all the weird words that are in the dictionary now. Okay? I mean, come on. I mean, like, LOL is in there now. I mean, there's so yes, many weird things now. But that is not a word. That is not a word. <laughs> it's a word. Irregardless is not a word. word. <laughs> yes. Irregardless. Oh, all right, we're doing That's the uh, text question of the day while well, we're going to be doing it. The, qu the question is, what's your favorite word and why? By the way, Connie, that kicked off with Steve. Steve, the same guy who's going to be giving you a good review of Bill and Ted and Milan here in a little bit mm -hmm. as well with his movie reviews. Okay. Yeah. All right, Fish, what's your favorite word? I mean, Steve actually guessed it right away before the show even started. <laughs> Hamburger. <laughs> Hamburger. Yep. Hamburger. Which now, is, is like that a... really your favorite word? Yes. Because I, I do love Steve it. was pointing out for us words that we say a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because everybody kind of has their own vocabulary and kind of their, their own things that they say over and over again. For instance, I am, I'm going today with ew. 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 And Steve ew. goes, Well, you do you do say, oh my gosh, that's so dumb. A lot. You do. You do. That's your favorite goes, phrase. You know, you know when Fish and I are so Fish or myself are saying something, you'll be like, oh, that's, so dumb. <laughs> that's more than one word though. I think that's your favorite phrase. If we were gonna flip this into Monday, then your favorite phrase would be that for sure. You that's do my say that eye roll. That's yeah. my eye roll sentence. Well, mine is hamburger because I think it brings joy to people. I think that once you understand it what does. it means. Hamburgers yeah. like you the man or you the woman or like, yeah, you get it, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Hamburger. So and that was from uh, an old uh, well over 20 years ago. Connie and I, I worked with a sales guy and it's, it's from an old comic called Hamburger Jones. And this sales guy had stolen it from him. And we walk into his office one day. We had just got some account for, see, some radio stations actually have, well, anyway, we got some account <laughs> from, from uh, this guy and we walk in. And he's like, Connie and Fish. What was his name? God, I can't remember his name, Connie. Uh, anyway. Oh, gosh, I can't either. It was a cool name, too. Uh, he was like, Connie and Fish. 
you guys did a great job on this account. We're like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, hamburger. And we both went, <laughs> what the hell? And he explained it to us. And I'm like, I'm stealing that. I love that. So I got to yeah. give Grimmer credit as due. So hamburger. Hamburger. You got yeah, it, Yeah, I don't remember his name. I'm just going with ew. Ew. Why? Ew. Because I say it a lot. Ew. 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 Because you guys ew. gross me out a lot. You were, uh, you and I were talking about like CBD oils and the taste of CBD oils today. And Ugh. you actually said, ew. Awful. Did I say but, it? Know. See, that doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. say ooh a lot because things gross me out more now than they did like when I was, nothing really grossed me out when I was a kid or growing up or anything. But now, visuals i'm such a visual person now yeah i'm not that i think i say ooh and even like the taste of things remember how i told you that my sense of smell is like through the roof yeah like i can smell everything i woke up i i i took a nap yesterday i woke up from my nap and i opened my eyes and i went oh dan's dan must have brought onions in the house so weird because it was so my bedroom smelled like an onion you would have thought he sat him right next to my bed Seems like you have a superpower. It's weird. Right now, I do. I don't know the reason why, but I have this sense of smell thing. It's just craziness. And, uh, yeah, so I go walking down to the kitchen. Sure as anything, there's a bag of onions sitting there. He brought in, like, 25 or 30 onions from our garden. (laughs) So (laughs) So we're crazy with the onions right now. I'm going to try and use all your words in a sentence. You guys ready? Okay. Okay. So for me, it would be, you did a great job on that hamburger okay for steve it would be steve is typically penultimate whenever he's in any form of a contest or a race <laughs> yeah always second to last second no. to last right you should have said irregardless of who else is in the contest oh, oh you're right you're right, you're right and connie are you ready for yours i will never accept irregardless as a word i'm sorry i just by the way to, yeah. somebody just texted about your sense of smell and said no she is not pregnant uh, but they, no, that would be impossible. Yeah. That would be impossible. I've been going through menopause for eleven years, so that would be impossible. However, though, since it's tying in your favorite word with your sense of smell, here you go. Ew, that smell. Yeah. See what I did there? <laughs> yes, I see do what see what you did there. They mm-hmm. made a song about it. Connie's words famous. <laughs> Okay, we will do the text question of the day coming up at 8.30-ish. What is your favorite word? And then tell us why. Next, we are going to learn a bunch of things that I learned just this morning. Who's ready? It's time for Movie Reviews with Steve. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. And here is your host, Buddy. This week, we're going to check out a couple of movies that went straight to streaming that were probably supposed to be box office hits. Let's kick it off with a movie that I personally have been waiting for because, well, it has Keanu Reeves in it. Bill and Ted face the music. No way. How's, How's it going, going Bill, Bill and Ted? Excellent. Whoa, I totally just felt like I was in the movie. In this remake, Bill and Ted are all grown up, they have daughters, and they're all on a time-traveling adventure to save the world. Yeah, Billy, get How you doing? Well, you know, we're dead and we're in hell. But how you doing? Whoa, heinous. Surprisingly, critics are actually really enjoying Bill and Ted Face the Music with Rotten Tomatoes, scoring it an 81%, and Metacritic not far behind with a 66 out of 100. You can stream it now on Fandango, Voodoo, and Amazon Prime. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. 
Next up is Disney's new live-action remake, Mulan, the story of a girl who takes her dad's place when he is called to war. By edict of his imperial majesty, every family must contribute one man to fight. Have you no son? I am blessed with two daughters. I will fight. This remake has everyone's favorite characters from the original, especially that dragon Mushu. She's my duty to protect my family. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he's in the next clip. What is your name, soldier? Hua Jun, Commander, son of Hua Zhou. We're going to make men out of every single one of you. Was Eddie Murphy not in this movie, you know, the dragon guy? What, really, he isn't? Well, critics are enjoying Mulan even without Mushu. Rotten Tomatoes scored it a 75%, and Metacritic is on par with a score of 67 out of 100. You can stream Mulan right now on Disney+. And that's what's not playing at the movies. You just learned about the movies. You just learned about the movies. You just learned about the movies. Don't you wish you were me. That's Steve. It's time to learn I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? What did you learn? Do you guys feel like this segment makes you smarter? Yeah, uh, it makes me like. Feel how much like do you think I'm you? Smarter, yeah. How much do you feel like you remember? You retain from this. Ten. You retain a lot. Maybe Twenty. Ten or twenty percent. Mm, okay. I'd say about that. Whatever I, I pass along afterwards. One of my favorites of all time was the colorblind Crayola. Uh, color maker guy yeah. that retired yeah. recently or something. Yeah, I've told right. that one like a bunch of times to a bunch of people. Yeah, they say that that is one way to remember things. Like for instance, when you meet somebody mm -hmm. and they tell you their name, you should say it right away. Joe, it's nice to meet you. That'll help you Hi, remember Joe. it. Hello, mm -hmm. Joe. Hi, it's Joe. Joe. It's Hi. Joe. Okay. So the last time that that state lines moved, I didn't know this was even a thing. Was 1961. It, and there was a border shift between Minnesota and North Dakota for some reason. Really? Hmm. Yeah, they moved the state lines between Minnesota and North Dakota. I weird. How is that? Isn't that weird? By the way, state yeah. lines like I, I mean, they're so they're so squiggly, you know. I know. You would think that it would just be like a bunch of rectangles or squares or whatever. Yeah, it just seems. Weird I don't know. Um, but a lot of people think that. Like the UP should belong to Wisconsin because it's actually connected. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes you know? sense if you think about it. Yeah, no. It's not. Uh, when Queen Elizabeth II was just a princess back in 1945, she joined the British military for World War II, and she was training to be a mechanic. Wow, that's awesome. Huh, that's cool. I love that. That, that is, is that. Awesome. World War II is how my grandmother met my grandfather. They're both from England, and uh, they well. Half my grandparents were from England, the other half from the U.S. Anyway, that's how they met. Like, mm -hmm. I think it was like in a bomb shelter or something. Good, really? good spot to pick people up or something like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's what they. It's a great story. Don't you wish you story. knew everything about your family going back just generation after generation after generation? I'm telling One you, thing Connie. I Yeah, I wish I would have I, like asked my dad way more things than I did. I did try to ask him a lot. You know, once I knew that he was really really sick i tried yeah. to ask him a lot of stuff but there's no way to ask a lifetime worth of stuff you know in just a, mm -hmm. a, a year or two you know what i mean that's I, one of the oh, things i God. asked my grandmother to write a, write down her life story which is how i learned that i she never had told me that i that's how i learned that one and i asked my dad to do the same now it was too late for my mother so he's kind of been filling in some blanks that he knew of right but my dad is weird he included a picture of my mom in a swimsuit on a car it was really creepy so it's a great that, picture though she looks like a pinup girl it's a she great does. picture she does she has quite the uh, chest 
Sean Connery. Sean Connery. He had a chance to play Gandalf in the Lord of the Rings movies, but he turned it down <laughs> because yeah. he didn't understand the scripts. He was like, this That's is awesome. weird. <laughs> I, I actually saw that recently, too. That's really funny. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So he didn't understand the scripts, and he, oh, this would kill fish. He was even offered a piece of the back end of the movies. Oh! That yeah, that now would have been worth at least $450 million. That's but he turned money. it down. Oh, I don't God, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, I don't understand. <laughs> you know, I'm glad that he didn't do it, though, because towards the end of his career, I mean, I don't think he really does anything anymore. Towards the end of his career, he really became very picky, and I wonder if he would have done all the Lord of the Rings movies. Right. Like, they may have had to replace him or something. So it might oh, have changed the outcome. Sense. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. I could have seen him doing that. There are only four presidents uh, who never appointed a single Supreme Court justice. William Henry Harrison, Zachary Taylor, Jimmy Carter never had an opportunity, and Andrew Johnson nominated one, but he was rejected by the Senate. Boo. Oh, Poor Andrew Johnson. Yeah. I like presidents. And this is hilarious to me. Before a hurricane, you know, we just got through Hurricane Sally, right? Yeah. Before a hurricane... The top two selling items at Walmart are what? What do you think? Water. At Walmart. Okay. Oh, Walmart. I'm still going to say water and okay. some kind of cereal. Kitty litter and butter. No, 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 no. Oh, Although okay. fish, cereal was kind of close. Before oh, really? a hurricane, the top two selling items at Walmart are Pop-Tarts and beer. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Honey, go get a Pop-Tarts and a beer. <laughs> that pretty much sums up the average beer. American's diet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I love Pop-Tarts. Oh, that's great. I do like beer as well, so that's, I get it. I totally Right? Get it. Well, if you're going to be stranded uh, with your family, you got to get a buzz. Get it. <laughs> and God knows you need a Pop-Tart. And I don't even like my Pop-Tarts toasted, so that's perfect for me. Who needs a toaster Maniac. when you lose all your power? Uh, let's see. 169 years ago today, back in 1851, the first issue of the New York Times went on sale. It cost two cents a copy, and their slogan back then was, all the news that's fit to print. Oh, I like that. I don't that. know. Maybe New that York still Times. is. I don't read the New York Times, but maybe that's still their slogan. I don't know. I'm too busy reading the Wall Street Journal, so I never have time for the New York Times. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Adam's Family debuted on ABC 56 years ago today. Wow. Uh, 55 years ago today, Get Smart and I Dream of Jeannie debuted on NBC. I used to love I Dream of Jeannie. Me too. Reruns, Barbara Eden? But Is it Barbara Eden? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah, she was so obviously. pretty. I wanted a ponytail just like hers. And the dude um, from Dallas was young in it. Yep. Larry something. Larry Hagman. Yep. Larry yeah. Hagman. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, 37 years ago, back in 83, Kiss, the band Kiss, appeared on MTV without their makeup on for the first time, and everybody begged them to put it back on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they didn't look the way they looked. Not the same. Not good. <laughs> 35 years ago today, in 85, the first top 10 list with David Letterman was done. You want to hear what it is? I, I always thought his top 10 lists were stupid. Me, it was I, like, me too, but funny. He couldn't think of 10 things that were funny enough, so he just kind of made them dumb. I think it was is that number, was that the point? Number two, I believe this is so long ago, but number two, I believe, was always supposed to be dumb. 
I think that's what it was. One of them. Well, in was this one, I feel like all me. ten are dumb. Oh. So back for the first top ten list with David Letterman, the top ten things that almost rhyme with peas, like the okay. things you eat, the little green things. Okay, peas. The top ten things that almost rhyme with peas. Number ten, heats. Number nine, rice. Number eight, moss. Number seven, ties. Number six, needs. Number five, lens. Number four, ice. Number three, nurse. Number two, leaks. And number one, meats. That's wow. weird. Yeah, that makes sense. It's not that, even funny. For me. No, no that's, that's not funny. I'm like, I don't, I, it makes no sense and it's stupid. How are yeah. they like, yeah, this is going to make it on every show. Great. <laughs> this is brilliant. This, this is the future. This is genius. Yeah, no, not cool. Yeah, that's no. I'm not a fan of that. Nope. That's a bummer. Uh, and finally, 33 years ago today, back in 87, uh, supposedly men everywhere became way more cautious about how they uh, handled their side action after seeing, after seeing Fatal Attraction. It was released oh. 33 years ago today. <laughs> yeah, that is a movie. If you haven't seen that movie and you're old enough to watch it, that the, you want to talk about a clinic in acting. Glenn, Glenn Close, oh. right? I always confuse oh. the two. Did she win an Oscar for that? I hope. I, hope I believe she did. so. I believe I, so. That movie is so disturbing. I'm the queen of watching, and I and it's a great movie. But I and I'm the queen of watching either the ends of movies that I love or the whole movie again. I can't watch that ever again. Yeah, that movie was creepy. I think I saw it a few times back in the day, but uh, uh-uh. uh, that movie is she, creepy. She is scary. She boils the bunny, man. I mean, uh, we, we we it's 33 years old, like she said, and we're allowed to give it away. She yeah. boils the money. Like, it's just so, so good, but Ooh. so creepy. And let me, t- okay, so did you know today is National Cheeseburger Day? Well, it is, yeah. in case you didn't yes. know. Yes. Um, I have some cheeseburger facts for you, too, on this yes. National Cheeseburger Day. Are you ready for them? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they think the cheeseburger was invented by mistake in Pasadena, California, back in 1924. The story goes like this. There was a guy, his, his name was Lionel Sternberger. And he was working at his dad's hamburger stand just outside of L.A. And he accidentally burned one side of a burger. So he was like, well, I'm not going to throw this away. I'm just going to cover it up with some cheese and nobody will notice. No. <laughs> uh-huh. Seriously? Oh. Yeah. I yeah. like that. That's- <laughs> Somebody got a burned burger with some cheese on it. Um, American cheese over cheddar. That's what we prefer. Oh. You guys? American cheese over cheddar? Uh, yes, I do. I do cheddar. I prefer Amer- I, no, I do American cheddar, cheese. 100%. Okay, so Steve Savages. and I do cheddar and no Swiss. I don't do Swiss. Not on a burger. You're, you're talking about cheeseburgers, right, Connie? Yes. There you go. I'm getting there. Hang on. Oh. Uh, do you remember when Google introduced a cheeseburger emoji that had the cheese below the patty? Yes, it was controversial. In 2017? Yep. Yeah. They got so much backlash, they changed it a month later and correctly put the cheese on top of the burger instead of <laughs> below the burger. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and, and apparently there was a restaurant in Michigan that once made an 1,800-pound cheeseburger. It cost $10,000 to make. Oh, they my used 2,000 pounds of raw meat, 300 pounds of cheese, tomatoes, onions, pickles, lettuce, and a bun that weighed 250 pounds. It took 16 oh hours God. to cook. And when it was all put together, it was almost three feet tall and six feet wide. Wow. That's yeah. a big cheeseburger. cheeseburger but the song Fish is playing, uh, Jimmy Buffett's song, Cheeseburger in Paradise. 
It was actually inspired, and I never knew this, by an actual meal. So Jimmy was, and this will not surprise anybody, he was stuck on a boat in the Caribbean. <laughs> this is true. And while he was stuck on that boat, he was forced to eat canned food and peanut butter because you take non-perishables out on a boat. With oh, you, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And so when he eventually made it to land, the first thing he did is he walked into a restaurant and ordered a cheeseburger <laughs> and then wrote the song. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of cool, right? I like it. Yeah. Now, see, it's funny. It's starting to get cold out for the fall, and now this song makes you want to go somewhere like the Caribbean because it's Buffett. It just makes you want to go on a vacation. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Can you imagine eating nothing but canned meat and peanut butter? No. Yes. Canned... No meat. Yes, peanut butter. I love peanut butter. What other canned meat is there other than Spam? I don't even know. You can get canned, chi- like a full canned chicken. Oh, this is the most disgusting thing right. I've ever seen in my life. Wait a I minute, are you tuna. setting us up for a joke? Is this when you tell me to put put my chicken in the can or something like that? Is that some weird joke or something? <laughs> sure, I've heard that before. Not. No, you can get a canned chicken. You cannot like, get canned chicken. Like with yes. the bones a, and everything in it? It's a full chicken, yup. And they in stick a can. it in a can. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, huh. gross. <laughs> I must yeah. never go down that aisle because I've never seen or heard of such a thing. The text I've only question seen of the day. it eaten by a guy on uh, YouTube, and it was gross. The text Ew. question of the Sounds day is, gross. what's your favorite word and why? And Connie, what was your favorite word again? Ew. That's exactly <laughs> how I feel about what Steve just said. <laughs> Ew. Me too. Me too. Toad's trending is next. So our uh, text question of the day is, what's your favorite word and why? Steve's had a, Steve had a couple. Penultimate was one of them, which means second to last. Mm-hmm. Connie's was, ew, mine was hamburger. But uh, <laughs> what I want to know, in the next 20 minutes, will Connie, speaking of Connie, give Prince's estate a thumbs up or the old sad trombone? At first I thought you said song. princess estate. I'm like... Who's Princess Estate? Yeah, yeah, Prince, the late Prince. Uh, He had a vault that was filled with music, just filled with music. I believe his vault was filled with more music than he ever released. Yeah, and this one actually. Different music. I'll tell you about the one I'm going to share with you to see if you like it. Uh, Actually, it was a song that was originally written for Bonnie Raitt, and she turned it down. So we'll see what you think. Really? Yeah, he wrote it for her because he used to write. I mean, obviously, Prince wrote. If you really dig into the music he wrote, it's insane the amount of hit songs he wrote for other people. He wrote Manic Monday. Uh, he wrote like the Bangles, um, didn't he? Yeah. He wrote what's the Sinead one? Nothing compares to you. He wrote that. Yeah, he wrote a lot of stuff. Yeah, because so he was a genius. Because True he that. was a genius. True okay, that. so when are we playing that? When do I get to hear it? Uh, let's say in the next twenty minutes. How's that sound? Yes. All right, let's jump on Toad's Trending. Let's peep what's Toad's Trending. Toad's Trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. If you know anything about me, you know I love an accent, whether it's an accent from somebody within the United States of America or another country or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love this dude, Brad. He is 88 years old. He has been on a mission to walk. He's so Steve. This is very Steve. He's been on a mission to walk the exact circumference of the earth. Which, nice. by the way, is 24,901 miles. So, he started walking three miles a day in 1988. Because he was dealing <laughs> with some health problems. And here he is. 
This walking started in December of 1988. Are you laughing because he sounds like Elmer Fudd? Because he does. Yeah, I'm laughing because I, I can totally see why you like his accent. Oh, yeah. This ahead, walking started in December. 1901, and that's around the earth at the equator. Every day, I logged it on the calendar, and there were so many things to see. One time I found a case full of bud with one can missing. Oh my Did God. Did you take it? Of course. Oh, we're going to let that go. <laughs> <laughs> As long as I can keep walking, it's going to be good for me. He's going to hit I his goal. Him. He's hoping to hit his goal on October 3rd. Wow. Now, again, he found so a, a case full of board. A board, which is board. Yeah, at first I thought he was talking about pot. No, like, yeah. A case full? Wow. I love it yeah, when the girl says. Too. Oh, go ahead. I love it when the girl says, did you take it? And he goes, of course. Of course I took it. <laughs> cool. I was I expecting it. him to be like, because he's like, I saw so many cool things or whatever. I was expecting him to like tell a story about how he saw like these beautiful landscapes or whatever. He's like, yes. I found a case of bud on yes. the side of the road. <laughs> there was only one can missing. I love this guy. I love this guy. Uh, speaking of unique voices, a kindergarten teacher has gone viral on TikTok. Uh, because of the very animated and exaggerated expressions uh, she uses uh, to keep the kids focused. Uh, if you, if this annoys you, Khan, you just tell me yeah. when to stop. Okay, you ready? Which means it's going to be really annoying, so. Or you're anyway. going to think it's cute. I can't decide. I think you're going to okay. think it's annoying. Here she goes. All right. Four. I see Brynn is holding up two and two. That will also make four. I see four and zero. That is four. What kind of pictures do we see over on our number four? Can you raise your hand? What's a picture that you see over here in our number four? Great. Yeah, I mean, do you want me to keep going with that thing? I could keep Not going really. if you want. No. Yeah. I'm it's learning over cute. here. I know, right? <laughs> it's super cute. I definitely would not want Connie to do her learning segment in that voice, but... It's Ugh. it's super cute and it reminds me of when I was in kindergarten. But I, I like listening to that thirty second clip. I just played fifteen of it. Listening to thirty seconds of that was just like uh, I don't know, killing me. Her killing voice me. reminds me of Nicole from Big Brother. Oh my god, I think you're right. Hold on. Jason, go ahead and turn your microphone on for She does. <laughs> turn your microphone on. Are you ready to say uh. four, Brayson? What's two plus two? Oh. Yeah, it's just great. But she's going viral for it and it's cute, and I'm sure the kids like it. Speaking of kids, last thing for you, Con. I don't know All if right. you think this is I want to know if you guys think, Connie, Steve, do you guys think, and members of the Click of Six can weigh in if they want as well, if this is appropriate or inappropriate. Okay. Okay. So you know how a lot of people have been making masks out of T-shirts and things of that nature, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So a fifth grader in, of course, Florida okay. showed up. It always happens in Ohio, Florida, right? Uh, showed up to school wearing, <laughs> so awesome, a Hooters face mask. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, now is this a fifth grade girl or a fifth grade boy? Not fifth like grade boy mask, and here's what happened boy. there is nothing offensive or derogatory about this mask i don't think it's offensive at all I don't, it's just a restaurant and she said it was not appropriate for school and i asked her why and she said if you really want to know why go ask the principal he told me to take it off three times and 
I asked him why. He just said, just take it off. So I took it off. We go there as a family. We eat there. I mean, our, our favorite thing there is what? The chocolate cake? Yeah. He just wants to have a good piece of chocolate uh, cake. I'm sure it is. His favorite yeah. thing yeah. chocolate cake. Yes. Yeah. It's not the big chocolate cake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I've seen some sweet cake at Hooters. I, I get it. I get it. It's good it, stuff. That's just been a matter of time coming between that and political things on somebody's mask. Oh, you know? yeah. I've just, but yeah, yeah. Do you think it's okay for a fifth grader to wear, it's a Hooters logo. It's not, it's just the logo for Hooters. Do you think it's okay for him to wear that to school? Yes. I don't think it's a big deal. Yes. No, I don't either. Right. Hooters is a great restaurant. Oh my gosh. They had this pasta chicken salad. I haven't been to Hooters in a hundred years, but they, they had this uh, chicken pasta salad. Oh, I got it. Every time I went was so good. It's a great restaurant. So what's Not the big deal, right? People can see boobies anywhere. Give me a break. And he yeah, lives in well, Florida. You think he doesn't go to the beach? How many boobs by he the sees way, on the beach? Little known fact. I mean, not a little known fact. Quite a few people know. But uh, just in case you didn't know, Hooters is from Florida. Yeah. It started in Florida. You know, I mean, you can't, you know, you think some place here up north with the winters we have would be making short people, making girls wear shorts like that. No, Florida, it's always warm. They wear the little shorts like that with the thing. I I do uh, think it's funny, though, that neither the teacher nor the principal would explain why it wasn't okay. I know, right? Because they didn't know. (laughs) No, because because they're afraid. They're afraid to say, well, you're, you know, that's it's because of the women there. Mm -hmm. No, but it's because of the cake. Do you hear the dad? (laughs) I think it's hysterical because you know that dad is talking to his buddies. He's going, hey, did you see me on TV talking about how I like the cake? (laughs) <laughs> you know who I like. I like brandy over there at Hooters. Yeah. There's probably so. some girl named Cake. I know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when my nephew uh. was in fifth grade, and this is a true story, and you'll remember this, Connie, when I start talking about it. We yeah. went to Hooters. It was my nephew, my brother, and I, and I got the Hooters waitress to pretend to give my nephew. <laughs> He's still to this us. day at 19 years old, 20, 20 years old, remembers this. Uh, I, she, he, she gave her phone number to my nephew. It was so awkward and hysterical. He was embarrassed for years. It was great. <laughs> I was like, hey, he's single. Now he's I want to go to Hooters. Now See? I want a Hooters pasta salad. Yeah. Or cake. Mm. Did you hear their cake? They have yeah, I don't really cake. care about the cake. I just want the chicken pasta salad. That sounds delicious. Okay. Well, I think cake and wings sounds wonderful. And brandy. Do you guys uh, feel like you've you've been, do you feel like you're burned out on work? No. No, Steve. No. No. no, well, I just had like over two weeks off recently, so I'm because of the baby right. and everything. Yeah, because the baby. Yeah, <laughs> like in general, though, do you feel like, well, I got into this career and my love for this career is kind of heading south a little bit, or no? No, I think it's a tough. That's a tough one because I can read into that thirty ways from Sunday that question yeah. because mostly it's not. I love specifically what we do. However, right. in these times, right, uh, you know, no, but with everything going on nowadays, I know you do. That's why I said it in a weird <laughs> voice. But uh, it, with everything going on right now, and it's such a weird industry that we're in, it does scare me a little bit. But do I, what'd you say? Do you hate it or tired of it? Burned out. Burned out. Burned out. Do you feel yeah, burned no. out? It's pretty hard to get burnt out on this. I get burnt out on meetings, though. But other than that, yeah, no. Yeah, me neither. I was reading a story this morning about how people, the average person gets burned out on work when they're 32 years old. Now, all of three of us are above 32. Steve, just a yeah. few years above 32. Mm-hmm. But I was like, 32? 
at 32, I was so I, I was so excited still to be doing radio. I mean, I still am, but at yeah. 32, I was even more excited. You know we what I mean? Bobbing around the country, you and I were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 32 years old. So 32. things that are 32 years old, people feel like they're burned out, and here are some of the reasons uh, why they feel burned out: long work hours, trying to do too much, feeling like you always have to be on not taking enough vacation and feeling pressure to go above and beyond your job description. Huh? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. At 32 years old, I'd have done anything for our, our, I mean, you and I were like straight up, like I just said, we were bopping around the country. Yeah. 32 years old. You should still be hungry. I think. I do too. I agree. Now, now let's say you started at, let's say you're in the same career. Same gig at what? 22. Our gig has passion built into it. We are passionate about it and we still are. And we've been doing it. I've been doing it for almost 27 years. So we still are passionate about it. If, if somebody has a career that maybe they're not, they fell into, or maybe they're not passionate about it. I get it. I'd get that at 32, you know, and if they've been in it for 10 ish years, let's say I, I get that. No, you're right. You know? That makes a little bit more sense. Uh, but th- what careers could you be burnt out at in ten years? We're moving out but again. Ours is unique. Okay, Any, so. if you're working, if you're working way too much, and if you're not taking vacation, and if you're constantly feeling pressure, I, I don't care what your career is. You could feel like that. No, you're right. You, you know? can feel that at 28, based on what your job is. I do yeah. actually. It's funny that you brought this up, Connie, because I do uh, have a message for those people that are 32. From a, a member of their family. Uh, somebody just sent it in. May I share it with you real quick? Yeah. All right. Were you born in 1988? Now you're 32 and burnt out. Still 33 years until retirement and just can't see yourself <laughs> doing this any longer? Well, I have some words of encouragement for you. From your dearly departed grandfather, who reminds you this time isn't to be sitting around puffing on the bong. Or buying cocktails for all your buddies. Or yeah. spending money on tribal tattoos around your bicep. Speaking of money, you are saving some, aren't you? You're 32 now, and in 32 more years, you'll be about to retire. Where will you live? In a spare room or the basement of your son's house? You won't be able to afford a retirement village. Don't picture yourself near any golf course. Oh, now you're motivated. Good for you. Get out there today and make some money. There you go. A second job instead of playing video games at fantasy football leagues. Grandpa will be proud of you. There you go. Burnout. Burnout. So <laughs> at 32 years old, and I know recently. Man, when you look sir, at it like that, it seems daunting. You exactly. have more. Yeah, you've lived. Oh, you've lived longer than you have to go in your work life. <laughs> Uh. Well, and there was a survey out recently. A majority of adults under the age of 30 live at home with their parents. 52%. Yeah. It's the highest since the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. It's the highest since the Great Depression. Right. That they live at home with their parents. Now, it's why are you living at home with your parents? I have friends that have moved back in. With, well, I moved it back in with my uh, parents, Connie, uh, in Lansing when you were working that gig. And I got the job with Airborne Express, that old uh, shipping company right right yeah so i moved in with them for a hot minute but why are you and are you milking the uh the old cow from your parents or are you actually doing something with your time that's the question i wonder if because i moved back in with my parents after i quit school uh the first year that i went away to school 
And I lived yeah. with them for probably six months. And then one of my girlfriends and I that I grew up with, we got an apartment. But I wonder if my parents were like, oh, my God, get out of the house. They're yeah. finally so happy. I'm guessing to have me just gone because I was so far beat, like later after everybody, you know, because my siblings are six, seven and eight years older than me. So they've been gone for so long. My parents must have been so excited that I was leaving. And then three months later, I was back. Yeah. That <laughs> mom, sucks. And what really sucks, and, too, Steve. And I had failed out of school. So they were real proud, I'm sure. Yeah, what really sure. sucks, too, Steve, in this story is <laughs> Connie's parents were still very active intimately. And her dad brought the heat for quite some time from what Connie's oh, mother told okay. Connie many years later. So she like they want their that kid. phrase, you nasto. Come on. Well, she, do you call me nasto? Yes. <laughs> oh, by the way, we've got people texting in about being burnt out. And it all involves kids. Uh, a couple different teachers texted oh. in and said they're burnt out. Another teacher said, I work in education. I'm 33. I wouldn't say that I'm burnt out, but it's an exhausting career. And a sister with a brain said, I'm in childcare. It's been three and a half years. I am completely burnt out. Long hours, little pay, high pressure job. She's smoking hot, apparently, and going back to school to get out of there at 25 years old. I can totally understand that. Hamburger with kids all day and like 30 of them or however many. Oh my gosh. And just imagine they're not all like (laughs) Steve's kids. They're like bouncing off the walls. I'm sure Steve's daughter's a precious little angel in her daycare when she used to go. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> no, she has. I'm lots sure of, uh, she was. Didn't she eat like try to eat a kid or something like that because there wasn't <laughs> enough lasagna left or something like that? <laughs> exactly that. Yes. <laughs> the one thing, the one piece of advice that I would give to people, like younger people who, uh, who are trying to get jobs, it, you know. If, you know, when they say, well, you know, we can't pay you much more than this or we can't pay you any more than this. Yeah. One thing they can give you is vacation. Yeah. They can give you vacation. And, you know, Fish and I realized a long time ago, we have a lot of vacation. And the reason we do is because we are not morning people. I know that our, our management's been telling us that for our whole careers, but we are not inherently morning people. We are both have night kind of people personalities. If we could, we would be up till one in the morning. We'd be hanging out. We'd have very full kind of party-ish kind of lives. Um, And we don't because we get up so early in the morning for our career. And there was a choice that we made, and we knew that. But we realized a few years in, like, we need some normal sleep hours. You know, every few months we need some normal sleep hours. And uh, so that's one thing I would say is you could probably squeeze another week out of them for vacation. Even a couple days. If you could even a couple, a couple days. days, even if you get a few or a, a couple long weekends a year, you know, yeah. if you, have, you I, get two weeks, but then you get longer weekends. It just kind of helps you reset a little bit. You know, we've had people well, we've had listeners get mad at us. You get so much vacation. Yeah. We negotiated that into our contract because we need to sleep sometimes. Like we normal. opted for time off you know? over pay and uh, many, many years ago. And it worked out. Yeah. well. we've gotten a couple people yeah. texting in. Here's another one via the app. Free download, by the way, in your app store. Uh, we're talking 99. about the fact that uh, 32 year olds, the average age for somebody to be burnt out at their job or career uh, is 32 years old. Someone said uh, this. My career is going nowhere and I'm burnt out. And just yesterday, I think I decided to go back to law school. Good for you. Good somebody for else you. said I'm a gas station manager for three years. I'm 45 and I'm burnt out. And somebody no. else said I'm working in uh, human resources. I've worked in that field for more than 10 years. I'm completely burnt out. I hate dealing with my whiny and entitled employees every day. People really suck. There you go. Yeah. yeah. People can really suck. Little whiny whiners. Shut up. Go I think work. it would be very difficult to work with the public. 
Yes. Yes. You know, 100% people in retail or anything like that. I mean, you know, some people say we work with the public, but we just kind of hang out with you. We don't. Yeah. Service you. I mean, I do. Yeah. I knew that was coming if I used that word. You two are so predictable. I'm not going to dog you, bro, because I'm not going to dog you, bro, because I serviced as many as I could as well back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Hamburger. Text question of the day What's your favorite word and why? What is your favorite word and why? Mine is hamburger, because it's like, yeah, you got it. Or, that's cool. It just brings joy, I think. Connie's was, ew, ew. I don't know if that's really my favorite word, but I say it a lot. You do. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Steve's, by the way, is irregardless, uh, which apparently uh, means just regardless. Me but steer? It's, no, Steve. <laughs> Steve's name. That's your we're going country. We're doing a country show, buddy. Uh, Producer Steer in the back. Hey, Steer. You gotta talk like that too. And you gotta crack a you gotta crack a beer every time we talk to you. A new beer every yeah, time. Some we talk spurs. To you. Yeah, there you go. okay. So uh, we were talking about burnout and whatnot, right? And a bunch of people messaged in talking about how they're burnt out, and you had mentioned a, a couple th- I got a couple quick things for you. Okay, so okay. we were talking about the fact that the average person is burned out with their job or career at the age of 32 years old yeah and we were so uh, we that's got- young you're not even halfway through your career at that point you're you're age-wise halfway to retirement but you're probably yeah. only 10 years in your career you probably have about 30 35 years left in, of working most people do right now, mj texted and sister with a brain said i own my own business and i uh, do a job there full time I actually take a week off every few months because I get the burnt out because Connie, you yeah. were talking about vacation. And that's what I wanted to mention real quick. Somebody mentioned a, a message via the app. It's free download. Sister with a brain said, mm-hmm. thank you for talking about negotiating for vacation time. It, you know, overpay. She goes on to say, I hire people for a fortune 500 company. And yes, that's the key for when you're offered salary less than you expected. She mm-hmm. said, preach it. Trust me. If you're, if it's not, well, you're offering me blank. I thought it was going to be blank, but can I get an extra mm-hmm. two weeks off a year? And a you're like, I want four or five you. weeks vacation. Absolutely. Hamburger. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. So there you go. We are learning with the show. You're welcome. Learning welcome. with the show. Okay. Before you get to your little Prince clip, mm-hmm. um, you remember before that when we were talking about Hooters and the kid in Florida who wore, took a t-shirt, made it into a mask for yep. COVID and wore a Hooters mask that used to be a T-shirt to school. <laughs> Listen to this email we got. I just saw this. Sometimes our inbox takes a minute to update. So I just saw this one, and I laughed out loud literally for 30 seconds. She wow. said, so when my husband was about 12 or 13 years old, he went to a Hooters restaurant. He had his picture taken with two Hooters waitresses, and he printed about 100 wallet-sized pictures of him with the Hooters waitresses and handed them out to all his friends like they were business cards. In fact, we still have several of them today, and he's in his early 40s. Rock on, bro. That is what an awesome dude. That is awesome. I I emailed her back, and I was LOLing, and I said, you married a great one, because that is hilarious. That guy's got a great sense of humor. Can you imagine? That's something Fish would do right now if he would have thought about it. I actually was just thinking that would be super cool. 
That would be super cool. Printed okay. off a hundred of them. You were talking about Prince, uh, the new, yes. uh, uh, the newer song, his uh, his new song. Prince's yeah. estate released a previously unheard song. It's called oh. I Need a Man. He offered it uh, and was thinking when he wrote it to Bonnie Raitt, his country artist, right? Mm-hmm. Now, somebody texted in and said, who is this Prince that you keep talking about? I think I might know some of their music. It's not It's not a band called Prince. It's a, it's a human man. It was a man. He's no longer with oh, us. He was amazing. And I was thinking, Connie, before I share this with you, why don't we play a little old school Prince? And then I yeah. share this with you so you Twist can compare the two. Yeah. Well, it's uh, dance party day. So we do have the dance party coming up at nine o'clock. So I feel like nice. Heck yeah. Any excuse to ever play Prince wins oh, with I figured. me. I figured. It wins with me. Oh, and there it is. All right. Oh my uh, gosh. I love I Prince. He's just like so good. It's funny how. When back, he really hit the uh, top 40 scene, like in the 80s, 1984, yeah. Purple Rain, that whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Great and movie. it's funny how I used to, back then when I was a kid, I thought, oh, like pop artist. I hear him now and I'm like, he's such a rock star. He was yeah. such a rock star. Who plays oh, yeah. a guitar like that? Rock stars. He, right? But it Ugh. got weird, though, towards the end. Like Connie and I, I saw him in concert. Him. At the, the big Summerfest thing in Milwaukee that they do. And he was all yeah. like, he had, it was more in that funky mood or not. Wasn't he funky? He was doing what jazz. Was, he was doing was jazz. kind of jazzy, jazz yeah. version of all of his stuff. Which is awesome. But, you know, when you grew yeah. up with them, you want to hear the stuff you grew up with, you know? Yeah. I, I'll tell you, after I heard, I remember when I was younger and I heard the uh, entire album of Purple Rain, there's a specific song on that album. I actually kept looking to try and find a girl named Nikki so I could date her. <laughs> and I just could never find her. So the song is that. called Darling Nikki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll leave okay, it Okay, so that, supposedly yeah. yesterday somebody released, his estate released yep. a portion of a new song. So we're not yeah, going to play the whole is, song, but I want to hear it. I got a dirty 30 seconds of it for you, about 37 okay. actually. The song okay. is called I Need a Man. That's why we wanted to play Prince before we played the song because, you know, der. But anyway, it's uh, he offered it to Bonnie Raitt. He was thinking of her when he wrote it. And here you go, Prince. Okay. Money's all you got. He needs. He even spells in it for those people that don't understand. He turns it into an educational (laughs) lesson. I need an M A N. That's man. I think that song was playing in parts of uh, Dan and I at Christmas time. Went to see Dan's family, and they live in. uh, Most of them live in La Crosse, Wisconsin, which is right on the border of uh, Minnesota. And so we crossed the river and went to Prince's former house which is called Paisley Park. They turned it into like a Graceland thing. And uh, Dan Dan was a good sport. He may not go to Cider Mills, but he went to Paisley Park. And we toured that bad boy. And yeah. uh, I think that song was playing in one of the rooms. And really? he had this room that was a bar. Uh, and this was the room that when he would be out at the, at the bars in Chanhassen, Minnesota, which is where he lived, uh, he'd go out to the bars. And then at like three or four in the morning when the bars would finally close down, they would get, he would say, pass the word along, party at my house. 
And oh. so all these local people would go and just hang out at his house. And it was a bar. I mean, you, when you walked in, you were like, oh, this is a club. <laughs> Looks like a club. Complete oh, with so hundred cool. foot tall ceilings and I would love that. stages that would be my and a bar oh, that yeah awesome. yeah yeah it was amazing. So think about I think this. That's imagine, the song that was playing. Imagine that you play saxophone, right? Yeah. And you're you're jamming out at some local bar and Prince is in there and you don't know that he's in there and he's like, hey, I live about twenty minutes from here. I, I need a sax player tonight and we're gonna do this thing. And then the next thing you know, you're on stage at Prince's house doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, be great. Oh, I know. So what do you think? Uh, I like it. What do you it. think of the song? You like it? I like it. Got that It is a little jazz. funkalicious. Yeah. Right? Here it is again. Yeah, I like it. Now you're like, what is he saying? Is he saying I need a man right there? And then at I the end of the man. song, he breaks it down for you. Here it is. I need a M. He spelled it for you. Thank you, Prince. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Thanks yes, for spelling. He did. All right, the rando is coming next, though. <laughs> hey, uh, text question of the day is simple today. It's a simple Friday one. What is your favorite word, and why is it your favorite word? Okay. Now, mine is hamburger, because it's like, that's cool, or whatever. Connie's was, ooh, and Steve chose two. One of them is driving Connie a little bit nuts, because it's in the dictionary now. And uh, which is irregardless, which means Not regardless. <laughs> yeah, it is now though. That's where the dictionary just gave up and said, "Well, half the people in the world use it anyway, so we might as well <laughs> yeah. just make it a word." <laughs> no, people uh, use it incorrectly. I guess it's yes. just a word now. I guess we're yeah. just gonna make it a word. Uh, it's okay. in the dictionary, irregardless they just of what gave you up. say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right, so that's coming up at about eight thirty. What is your favorite word? And then tell us why. Now, rando time. Rando, texto, message via Apo. It's free downloado in the Apo store. Now look, uh, this one's going to involve a little bit of advice from those of you that are, have been, or are currently successful in a relationship. Wouldn't you say, Connie? Well, this we got this. I think it was on Wednesday. Um, we were talking about something about since the whole pandemic started. Uh, fi- like 50% of couples say that they've lost the spark in their relationship, in their marriage. Yeah. And so that's how this started. And then we got this text message either later on that show or after or yesterday. Um, <laughs> it made me laugh out loud. <laughs> it, it is funny. It's so funny. And it's sad uh, and funny. It says spark it's sad in the and relationship. funny all at the same time. The spark in the real. Oh, and by the way, if we get through this and we solve their problem really quickly, I do have a bo- a bonus rando texto about Connie's feet, but we can do that maybe some other time. Okay. About my feet. It says spark in the relationship is completely gone after five years of marriage and a four year old. She goes on to say, "Is this how marriage is?" And then here's the part where it's kind of funny. Forever. Lol. <laughs> Let me read it like she wrote it. Spark in the relationship is completely gone after five years of marriage and a four-year-old. Is this how marriage is? Forever? LOL. That's how she wrote it. How'd she say LOL again? I forgot. LOL. (laughs) You sound like you're exhausted after a long run. She's exhausted. Five years of marriage and a four-year-old, and she's like, ugh, forever? So you got a four-year-old, you've been married five years, so that means about after within three months of being married, you had a kid, right? 
So mm-hmm. that's going to be exhausting. Steve's got two kids. He's exhaust. He's exhausting to hear his stories, yeah. let alone his life. <laughs> no, I'm sure. Is yeah. this how marriage is forever? Yeah, if you don't do something to change it, that's exactly how it's going to be forever. She needs a side piece. Don't you think? Ugh. Don't you no. think that would help her out? Maybe no. relax. Some a people bit. that does. So you know, it depends on the person. Some people say yes to that. I would not say yes to that. That nothing will get me to leave a marriage faster than that. Well, and if you're going to do that, so make no. sure you get clearance. You know, for like you know, don't you just think? surprise them with it. I like yeah. that. That's your answer for everything. Side piece. Side piece. Side piece. Side well, piece. Well, I mean, you know, make sure you get clearance though. You know, and you don't want to surprise them with the side. The surprise side piece. Whole different story. So, but. Fish, you've been married seven years. I've been married seven years. Steve, you've been married, what, four? Uh, Fish? Yes, it was, four, it was four, like, a couple weeks ago because I had forgotten my uh, anniversary. Oh, right. Nailed right. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what would you do if you felt the spark in your relationship was gone? Because mm. we've only been married around when she, you know, she's only been married for five. So, what yeah. would you do? Sexy massage time. Yeah. Really? That's it? Mm-hmm. Just that? And then well, yeah, I, I mean, you, you start out with the sexy massage, and then maybe, well, you start out with the, the fancy dinner, then you do the sexy massage. But you, so you think one dinner, one fancy, uh, one sexy massage, the entire spark of your whole marriage is back. Not one. Just always do the sexy massage. Do it like for like the, a month straight every night. So let me throw this out at you, devil's advocate here, Steve, because I, I, mm-hmm. I get your idea, and it's a nice idea. It sounds exhausting to me, but it's still a nice idea. <laughs> uh,. But if you it do does that, sound exact. you mean I got to work at it? Yeah, yeah. So if, for example, I'll, I'll switch to, so we don't keep saying sexy massage, uh, which seems sensual. hard to say. Yeah. Sensual. But let me just say flowers. If you buy somebody flowers, and Connie, if you and I were married, obviously mm-hmm. be super happy and lucky you. The weirdest uh, thing ever. Coolest marriage ever. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, uh, right. I'm awesome. Anyway, mm-hmm. and I bought you flowers. Every day for a month. It would eventually get boring. Bingo. Same but, thing with dinner I mean, and a massage. I do love flowers, but I yeah. I know what you're trying to say. You got to mix it up a little bit. Bingo. If you do something all the time, it gets less exciting with time. Is that what you're trying to say? Exactly. Like Steve's idea is a good idea for like a one pop. But what do you do next? Or every now and again. Back? But yeah. is, does spark just equal balloon animals? Because I don't know that that's necessarily even true. Not in my opinion, it's not. Don't tell anybody, but I agree with you on that. But don't tell anybody <laughs> I said that. But don't tell I think, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this is, again, she said, we got a text from a woman who said, spark in the relationship is completely gone after five years of marriage and a four-year-old. Is this how marriage is? Forever? LOL. I love it when you say LOL. Uh, somebody <laughs> messaged in because I had met, I had suggested a side piece, and somebody went, I mean, half of all marriages do end in divorce. Maybe it'd be a slightly fun option, question mark. Yeah, and for the right people, it would be great. But yeah, a lot of people wouldn't. No, no, not me at all. No yeah. No. No way. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so I don't feel like, for me, I don't feel like spark just equals balloon animals. I feel like spark equals everything. The times when you're watching a movie, the times when you're just making last minute food or you haven't hung out with each other for three days because you've been so busy um, and you're just sitting talking. Just to me, the spark is everything. It's wanting to hang out with that person, feeling like you really love and and are in love with that person and balloon animal. I mean, it's all of it. 
Make them you know? uh, miss you, right? Make them uh, miss you, like like what you were talking about when you haven't had time to hang out for three days. For example, sometimes I'll just disappear for a week, and Alicia will be like, where were you? And I'm like, did you miss me? And she'll be like, yeah. And I'm like, Spark's back. You're welcome. Like Just little things like that. Emily said, if the spark is gone, it's hard to do balloon animals. It's probably more likely that yeah. she has all the responsibilities of raising this four-year-old kid to the one that messaged in. Uh, the husband did, and I love that it goes on to say, uh, if her husband would actually step up and do things, it may help bring the spark back. Now, if you don't know Emily, do you feel like Emily's if, projecting? Right, I, I know like Emily doesn't. Unless she knows this woman that sent the message, Emily's projecting. Right. She right. goes on today. She they should read the five languages of love and figure out what she, what each other's love language is. Right. Hey, yeah. I don't know. I can't speak for all guys. Maybe Steve, you might like that or something. But I have no desire. To have a book club with my wife on the five languages of love, a hard pass. That even if it would help, miserable. even if it would help make your marriage better. Oh God! Let's just, just one sit. book. It's not a book club. It's one book. Let's just sit on the couch facing each other and stare in each other's eyes for twenty minutes or whatever that crap trick is that they said years ago. I'm like oh yeah, the crap Give me a trick. Break. I don't know what that is. Look at yeah, when you're sitting, you just look at each other. Don't say anything. Let's just look at each other for five minutes there that's one of the five languages of love i think that's from that book so it's something okay. like okay i've never read somebody, the book so i know somebody yeah, else I, says uh i've been married for 10 years it takes work and it's easy to get complacent with your relationship true that uh, they went on to say think of how things were when you first got together it took effort you have to keep doing the little things to appreciate appreciate each other and then lynn messaged in and true. went preach on emily you know this guy isn't helping out with the kid what we don't know what? that. This, this is a ton of projection dude. going on right now. We got an email that said, This rando texto already has me intrigued. I'm all ears. And uh and then she said she doesn't want my answer. And I don't have a four-year-old, but I have a husband who acts like a 10-year-old most times. <laughs> <laughs> these are great, Connie. We got to get more of these. Okay, keep messaging in on this. I love this. Okay, so we're talking about the spark being gone from your marriage. It was a stat that we had seen a couple days ago that 50%-ish, something like that, 50% of marriages in the last six months, uh, people say they've lost the spark. So then we get this text message that says, Spark in the relationship is completely gone after five years of marriage and a four-year-old. Is this how marriage is forever? <laughs> LOL. I love it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Weigh in. We'll get back to it next. Text question of the day in the next half an hour. What is your favorite word? And then tell us why. Your favorite word and tell us why. If you now don't look have at, a favorite, you can just use one that you use all the time. I don't think I really have a favorite word. And I thought way more about this than I probably should have. And I still couldn't think of one. So That's our job, though. I went with ew because I say it a lot. Ew. So I'm told. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Ew. Hey, ew. Uh, Connie, ew. I know at 9 o'clock we're going to be doing the dance party. Before mm -hmm. the dance party, right before the dance party, and I, it's going to kill me to wait this long. I Remember how we played that Prince song earlier? the new one that was just released, yes. uh, like from his tapes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We got a story from Samantha just now via the app. And right before yeah. 9 o'clock, I'm going to share it with you. And you are going to get chilies in your willy and so excited oh, about this about story Prince? about Prince. Yeah, it's a really Love. cool story. Uh, I was so thinking they, about it when we, were, uh, play, when we were playing that song earlier, and I was thinking, he is my most 
sad celebrity death. Yeah, mine's Robin Williams. Hands down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's he's my Robin Williams. Still to this day. Oh, just makes me so sad. He was such a genius. Speaking of sad, though, we're talking about the spark in a relationship, and Connie read it best when we (laughs) shared this rando texto with you. (laughs) So we were talking about having a conversation a few days ago about uh, since the pandemic started, half of all people in relationships say that the spark is gone. And we got a rando texto after that conversation that said, spark in the relationship is completely gone after five years of marriage and a four-year-old. Is this how marriage is? Forever? LOL. Now, as we, I know we are going to be digging into this, okay? I want to read Emily's message because Emily's got a little bit of a fan club going on today. Emily <laughs> messages in and said, ah, oh, if the spark is gone, it's hard to do balloon animals. You know, it's probably more likely that she has all the responsibilities of raising this four-year-old if her husband would just step up and do things for her that might help out. They should also, by the way, read the five languages of love and figure out what each other's language is. Clearly, (laughs) Emily has this going on because then other people do as well because Sister with a Brain said, preach on, Emily. And uh, somebody else said, this guy's a piece of trash. Go, Emily. Kick this guy out of the house, girl. Boo. Yeah. So she's getting a fan club, but we have heard from the woman that sent the original thing. And some of these uh, questions are going to be answered. But Connie, you said you got emails and I have app messages as well. I do. Okay. So uh, one email says, speaking from my experience, mine, I do suspect the wife is carrying the majority of the emotional load. It's hard to have spark when your partner sits on the couch while you're running around trying to keep everything going. And yes, I asked for help, but it fell on deaf ears. Women tend to expect their partners to somehow just know they need help instead of asking. Uh, The five love languages is eye-opening, fish. It is applicable to all relationships, not just romantic, i.e. balloon animals. Another email says, my husband and I have been married 17 years. Marriage isn't perfect. We have three kids. We're always busy, sports, between work, whatever. We're always busy. I think the biggest thing is that you have to remember to keep courting each other. If you're not going to date each other and treat each other uh, that you're still like you're still in love with each other, then you're not going to have that spark anymore. A lot of people become complacent and forget that they need to pay attention to the other person in the relationship. So my suggestion would be to start taking a date night, get a sitter, go out, uh, forget about the kids for, you know, or the kids, she said in this in this instance for, you know, a couple hours and get to know each other again. No fish. I don't mean just forget the kid in the car. You're going to have to get a sitter. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Another email. Another email says play strip Mario Kart. Keeps the spark interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Another one says, so I've been married for 19 years and I think marriage has ups and downs. It ebbs and flows. And there are times when you have a spark and times when you don't have a spark. So no, that is not how marriage is forever, but a truly amazing marriage is being able to get through those not so great times. Having young kids adds another obstacle, but communication is key. As long as they communicate and recognize that the spark isn't where it should be, they'll be able to work through it no problem. Man, we are getting so many messages, Connie. We got a message via the app. Says, definitely understand. I've been married to my wife for three years this month, and we have a six-month-old. Very little passion in our relationship. The other day, we did not balloon animals, and instead... We just passionately kissed each other. Love language is a big deal, too. We used to be in counseling. There you go, uh-huh. I guess. No payout, though. Huh. Somebody else said, 
Oh <laughs> I knew you were going to say something. No Somebody else kidding. Said Kids are the ultimate Jeez. mood killers. I had some friends encourage me to read some steamy romance novels. And now, yeah. And now we're connecting. And then she wrote or put wink face emoji. <laughs> then she went on to say, uh, better than we ever have. We've been connecting better than we have been uh, before. The steamy romance thing does work. There's a book uh, called about something about different colors. Fifty Shades of uh, Gray. Gray. That's what it was. Uh, you should try that. Somebody yeah, that else said, I good. agree with I agree with Connie. I lost the spark with my first husband with his inconsiderate behavior and lack of appreciation after the jack bag got me to be on all sorts of psycho drugs. And after the divorce, Whoa. Uh, remarried. Yeah, remarried. We found out that the, he actually, my first husband, had Asperger's syndrome. So all those jerks who told me I was the problem, guess what? You were wrong. He's been clinically diagnosed. Okay. Wow. Uh, we're about to get to a message from the original the original uh, sender of that rando text, Connie. Spark in the relationship is completely gone after five years of marriage and a four-year-old. Is this how marriage is forever? LOL. Here's just three quick hits, though. One okay. person said, marriage should be illegal. Somebody else said, <laughs> uh, I love that one. Uh, it, it, it sounds like these uh, guys need to reconnect. Maybe they have... Uh, message and spent two hours on the oh spend time with the kids and maybe go away for a little bit somebody else did say too they should go somewhere and get away and then let's talk about the girl that sent the original message yes okay she said yes guys i am exhausted what do i do question mark i tried counseling nope didn't work tried talking to him and he's got the emotional capacity of a spoon so uh yeah she went on to say we are still intimate she needs but... to write like children's stories because she's oh, hilarious oh yeah. Uh, yeah she said we're still intimate but uh it's almost like uh, obligatory we yeah. live together great because i let him do whatever he wants ha ha it's just mm -hmm. not exciting anymore connie and fish no matter how many pro projects or house stuff we take on spark is not just balloon animals it has uh if it was, we would have a lot of it, LOL, because we're good at that. By the way, tried five languages of love. I read it. Didn't help. Wow. So there you go. So, But she's thanking everybody, but no, still no answer. He has emotional capacity of a spoon. Sounds like you married the wrong dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It doesn't seem good to me. The emotional you know? capacity of a spoon. Right, I don't know why that's so funny to me, but it is. <laughs> I mean, Steve, did you still have Spark the first four years? Well, you have not four years in yet. This, no, he Baby just Charlotte had four years born? in. Well, Baby Charlotte, I mean. Oh. Did the kid kill your Spark? Uh, for a hot minute, but then I came back. I mean, but your marriage it's, it's, is kind it's of dead a again right now just because, is I it? mean, there, I, this, there's literally no time to do anything. Like, there's zero time. We get, yeah. like, barely any sleep right now. So get, give it a couple of months and it'll, the Spark will pop back. Yeah. I yeah. remember like uh, about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, you and I went and saw some movie. I don't know what if it was a Star Wars or an Avengers or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And uh, you said you only have a little time or you don't even have a little time right now. And this was when I only had Charlotte, right? No, this. Yeah. No, this is now I'm saying you're saying now you don't you don't even have a little time to kiss or whatever. Right. Yeah. I remember after a few drinks about a year ago, you told me oh, it only boy. took okay. a little time. So, I don't know. He's predictable, isn't he? Yeah, I know. Whatever. For, for, for everything. First, you guys don't for a help second, out. I thought he was going to actually, like, talk about maybe, Say that like, you kissed how... him. Well, yeah. <laughs> that I kissed That's him. That's what I Yeah. Remember before that movie where we each had a couple beers, we looked at each other, we used our familiar no. faces? Why would I say that? I would never say that. Get a lord, dude. Uh, 
that's what I was waiting for. You do need some spark in your Speaking life. Speaking of flirty faces, uh, in just a second, we're going to do some totes trending. And then after that, we got the text question of the day, which is, what is your favorite word and why? But before we do totes trending, we have to talk about the flirty face thing. Did you say the word flirt just then? Is that what I heard? Flirty face. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a flirt. How did I know? No, it was too easy. I know. It's pretty easy, right? Okay. So flirty face. Predictable. Hamburger. Let's do it, girl. So we found out yesterday that the scientific way, supposedly every man on earth can spot the flirty face a mile away. And it's when you tilt your head a little bit to the side, put your chin down a little bit. Uh, a very small, no teeth showing kind of smile, and you lock eyes with the person you're talking to. That's what the flirty face looks like. So we all took selfies, the three of us, uh, with our flirty faces, and I have to tell you that your selfies... (laughs) Were sexy. I was like, you could not have been being serious. What? Please, God, tell me. You two were not... Fish, I've seen your flirty face before. Your flirty face looks nothing like your selfie. What do you mean? Why? My selfie's awesome. <laughs> because your selfie looks ridiculous. Or awesome, ridiculously no. sexy. No. <laughs> no. And I, Steve, I, Steve, you did, everybody said, because Steve put it up on Facebook. Last it looks night. like he's having a bowel movement. It, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks like he's doing a two. What? Like a That's what everybody said. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do, bud. You do. Mm. But it was funny because Steve's biggest issue with all of this. <laughs> Is that he posted it on our Facebook page. If you don't like it, it's Connie and Fish. He posted it on our page and gave everybody the directions how to make the flirty face and wanted everybody to post, take a selfie of themselves doing the flirty Uh face and post it. And only like three people did out of all those comments. Yeah. And Steve is very upset about that. Y'all a bunch of dummies can't follow directions. (laughs) Steve is, and I think we need to clarify something here. If you just are joining the party like right now, Steve is married. He's got two kids. He just had the second kid. Mm-hmm. He wants to see women making flirty faces on social media. Oh, it's true. just on our Facebook. It's on our point. Instagram. It's mm-hmm. on our Twitter. Just go there, please, and post a photo of you making a, fir- a flirty point. face for Steve. I didn't even think. That's oh. what he wants. I get it, bro. I'm with you, boo. I need the flirty faces in my life. Does it really it's do it for you, say. Steve? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Ew. They got weird. Right. Is that your sex? If you voice? haven't seen it, it's, it's really funny. Uh, you can also um, see it. Did you put it on? You put it on the website, right? Mix957gr.com. Yep. So when you are on the website posting your picture of your bad hair day so you could win a $250 gift card from Design One Salon and Spa, nice. Uh, go over to our page and check it out. Okay, it's time. Let's totes. peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. Run, Forrest, run. So, the movie Forrest Gump is probably one of the most iconic movies of all time. It stars mm-hmm. a gentleman by the name of Tom Hanks playing a character by the name of Forrest Gump. Yep. The author of Forrest Gump, Winston Broom, the book, died Wednesday in his home in Alabama. Is he old? Now, yeah, 77. So, okay. he was 77. That's not There's no that word. Old. It's not that old, but it's old enough. Like, it's like you, I think over 70. It's like, wow, that's a bummer, but at least they lived a good life, right? If you say so. So when he wrote <laughs> not the my book, opinion, and, but sure. <laughs> when, he, when he wrote uh, Forrest Gump, I, that's how I feel. But when he wrote okay. Forrest Gump, he did not actually envision Tom Hanks playing Forrest Gump. 
He yeah. actually envisioned John Goodman. Oh, Forrest is six foot six, two hundred and forty-two pounds by the time he's sixteen. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. He never runs from the bully. Actually, in the movie, he punches in the book. He punches him. Okay. Uh, he like meets Forrest. Bubba. Remember Bubba Gump Shrimp and mm-hmm. you know the Bubba oh, character. Yeah. He yeah. meets Bubba at the University of Alabama, not in Vietnam. Oh. I mean, there's mm. different things. You know, Hollywood kind of changes things up. Anyway, uh, the author of that book has passed on, and there's cool little facts about it online if you want to check it out. Uh, that speaking of checking things out, the Emmys, they're here. They've already given some away. The Emmys are, they are this actually weekend? Sunday. Yeah. Okay. They're Sunday. So if you're into predictions, Time Magazine put together a list of who will win versus who should win. Like the show Succession on HBO, which I thought is okay. Maybe I need to watch it more. Uh, mm-hmm. Will win, according to Time Magazine. But Better Call Saul or Succession should win. That type of play- thing, right? Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything that we would really ever care about. Jennifer Aniston, they're saying she's going to win for the morning show, which is a great show on Apple TV, and she should win. It's phenomenal. Have you watched it? Yes. It's amazing. Is it? Yeah, I don't have Apple it's TV. It's incredible. Huge Jack and the day that I order some stupid app just for one show, just punch me right in the face. Or you could just oh. get a trial for seven days and bang it out. There's not no. many of them. There's only like ten. No. I'm it's good. so anyway, good. Go on. Uh other than that, I mean there's that that creek show that I'm not even gonna say the name of it on the air. I know I know a lot of people love saying Poo it, creek. but I'm not. Pooh yeah. Creek, if you will. S yeah. S Creek. Yeah. Did you say S I'm sorry? S Creek. Oh, S. I thought you said A S S Creek. I was like, that works too. S Creek. Yeah. No, S Creek. Yeah. Anyway, that's gonna win a bunch. But yeah. Anyway, getting off the Emmys and jumping on to Connie doing an "I Told You So" because I think everybody deserves. If they say something and you don't agree with them, and you find out that you might have been wrong, they deserve to know. And I know you don't know about this. I know you know about Hurricane Sally. Right. Yes. Which every time they uh, showed Hurricane Sally on TV in the past couple week or so, I I've st- can't help it but Mustang Sally me too. Pops yeah. yep. does it? I know yep. every time I'm like that's the worst hurricane name. Anyway, go on. Yeah, and while Hurricane Sally, there's a woman in Alabama. Connie and I for a brief stint did a morning radio in Jackson, Mississippi, right? Mm-hmm. On what? Six what and a half one. months. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when we lived there, Connie had a theory about we shared a dog together, Allie. Named after Allie McBeal, uh-huh. our dog. Connie had a theory that Allie say. was going to get eaten by an alligator, right? Well, and here's the reason why I had a theory of that. Because I actually watched newscasts, and they talked yeah. about it happening on newscasts where alligators in Mississippi, and Fish is going to now tell us Alabama, I'm sure, would dig under people's fences and yep. eat their dogs. Yep. Man, so I, I would never leave. And it was so hot there anyway. It's it was mean to leave your dog in the backyard. But so I would never let I would go out with her and sit out there for, you know, play with her for 15 minutes or whatever. Um, but I would never leave her in the backyard when we lived there by herself because of those. Alligators. Wait, you know about this story from Alabama because it is no. in Alabama. No, but you just said Alabama. So oh, I'm Alabama. assuming okay. that's what you're referring to. Gulf Shores, Alabama. There's a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a 12 because of Hurricane Sally. A 12-foot alligator ended up right outside of her window. Y'all, look at that alligator that is right outside the window. He's going into the neighbor's driveway. This is why we don't want to go outside out here on the island. Oh, he is a monster. 
Now, first off, talk about enthusiasm. She is packed. I love full that of it. Steve laughs because Steve, you don't understand. That's how everybody talks down there. I know. It's just funny. every sentence starts with y'all. Y'all, you gotta see this here alligator, Connie. It's outside my window, toot toot. He's a monster. He's a monster. And man, I mean, talk about a woman, honest to God. Like, that is her enthusiastic voice. Let's just listen to the end again, real quick. Oh, he is a monster. Oh, jeez. Thank you. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. So, Connie, there you go. Maybe a hurricane would have dropped an alligator right on our dog's head. So, you were right. I'm giving you a right. right. I mentioned earlier that it's National Cheeseburger Day today, and uh, burgers are actually on the list of um, one of our favorite quarantine foods. So let's see how many you have on this list right now of your favorite quarantine foods from the past six months. You ready? All right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Pizza's number one. Oh, yeah. Burgers, number two. Yep. Ice cream, number three. Yep. French fries, number four. Mm -hmm. Macaroni and cheese is number five. Hey, wait, hold on. Let's go mm-hmm. back for a sec to the French fries. Yeah. French fries is number four. Yeah. You know what Just I mean? Fish, keep track in your head, man. We don't yeah. need you to talk about every one of them. Okay. <laughs> French fries, no. Pot- potato chips. Potato chips. Yes. Potato. Cookies. Potato chips. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Cookies. Chocolate mm-hmm. is number eight. Mm-hmm. Is chocolate on your quarantine food list? Cereal and fried chicken. Is number 10. Uh, fried chicken. Okay, let's think about fried chicken. So, so these are the most popular quarantine foods. Pizza, burgers, ice cream, french fries, mac and cheese, potato chips, uh, cookies, chocolate, cereal, and fried chicken. And I would say that um, about half, maybe four, four for sure, maybe five for me. Yeah, I was seven out of ten. Like, uh, if you, I would have been a 10 out of 10 if you could remove a couple things and put maybe it's like kale chips and lettuce and, uh, and uh, the tomatoes in there. I'm just kidding. I just wanted to sound yeah, kind of like, healthy. what? No. I just <laughs> wanted to sound kind of healthy. I sound like such a fat A because I, I'm like, oh, yep, I'm seven out of 10. Yeah. I've wanted I'm a lot of burgers of this summer. Oh, you are? Yeah, the only thing that I that we don't really have, or I've only had once, was uh, fried chicken and once um, burgers. But everything else is a pretty much staple. Gosh, I feel yeah. like I could. I don't know. For some reason, this summer I've oh I've wanted a burger every week. I need a <laughs> like a real burger, one, real like bad. one that Dan grills outside because he mans. Yeah. Why don't you have you know? do that this weekend? It's perfect. We perfect are. burger weather. Oh, I'm glad yeah. that you mentioned Ooh. it. We are. Ooh, yes. Oh, romantic. Mm, Putting the spark back in your relationship in reference to the show from earlier. <laughs> mine aren't. Um, mine aren't. Mine aren't any of the sweet things like chocolate, cookies, cereal, ice cream. Mine are mac and cheese. Is probably number one for me. I've eaten you more crap macaroni and cheese than in the last six months than I have in the last six years. You and yes, I were hanging here. out at your house yeah. earlier this week, and I actually would not leave until you gave me one Oreo. And then she gave me one Oreo, and I was like, okay, I'll leave now. Have a good nap. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's, all, that's all it takes to get you to leave. Yep. Yeah, right? I, I, I would have handed him one a lot earlier, Steve. Yeah, you guys should give me one at the beginning of every show. I'll be honest. And I don't even like Oreos. Those are, those are Dean's treats. Oh, but yeah. Yummy. yeah. I know. So your cookies, Fish? Oh, yeah. My cookies are all night long. So what's, yeah. what, what is the thing that you're not eating a lot of? The two things. French fries, fried chicken, and then there was one other one towards the end. I can't remember it. French fries. Yeah, I'm not. No, Mm. but I'm pounding. 
I'm pounding all that other stuff like like my <laughs> jaw is double jointed. It's insane. <laughs> It's insane. I gotta, I gotta do something. Like, good lord, I need to like kale chips. I would never eat kale chips. Ew. I don't even know what that is. It seems like it's just nasty, just by the description. Some people them. like them. Most people. They just taste like but crunchy salt. That's fine. Oh, I mean, yeah. I like, I like crunchy salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, kale. When they're like fried like that, they have very little taste, so they're good. Hmm. Sounds like crap to me. No offense. Fish will eat it because he's green. Yeah. It's too green for fish. Fish doesn't like yeah. green stuff. At least you bought a sack of those vegetable chips once, you know, like they're all the different colors. The yeah, straws? I just do it. Uh, no, not the straws. The uh, Just like the, the chips. They look like oh, potato see, chips. Oh, see, I love them. the veggie straws. Yeah, the straws are better. So good. Whatever, hippies. That's so weird. Good. Why don't you guys oh, yes, put we're on your such hippies. Dance around the field, <laughs> you weirdos. We got an email that said, chips. you just described my complete diet. <laughs> Hamburger. I'm with them. All right. Text question of the day is next. What's your favorite word and why? You can still weigh in. Okay. Text question of the day. What's your favorite word and why? Connie, Steve, mm-hmm. we're going to do this a little differently than we normally do it. Okay. Okay. So we're going to throw them up all on the website. You can still message in. That drill's all the same. But I'm going to say the word. Then you guys are going to repeat the word. And then I'm going to tell you why they chose that word. Now, that being That's said, a lot of instructions with this. Based on the amount that we got and the amount of time we have, I'm going to do as many as I can, but I'm definitely not going to be able to do them all. Okay? Okay. Okay. So, for example. So, wait. What is? You're going to say the word. We are going to repeat the word. And then you are going to say why they like that word. Bingo. For example, what is your favorite word and why? Somebody messaged in, uh, actually emailed in, uh, email at ConnieFish.com, and they said, philosophy. 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 There you go. That's what this was close. Uh, because <laughs> what, and they went on to say, I'd be more in sync, but it's not. Oh. You know, uh, because what does the word really mean? Okay. So that that's what part of the said. rules. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here's another one. Precipice. 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 I was Are laughing. Okay? Choke it up. Yeah. Fish. No, I was laughing. <laughs> I started laughing when I said it because I said it right. And I know Steve was hoping I'd say it wrong. And I just was laughing at myself. Precipice. Okay. okay. Just love saying it was the name of my fifth grade reading book. I used the dictionary to learn what it meant. And I have lived it since. Aw, I love that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Right. So what's your favorite word and why? why? WTF. Okay. Acronym. So now you guys say. WTF. WTF. Thank you. Because, you know, guys, it's 2020. Usually my favorite word is shenanigans, but there'll be none of them those this year. Okay. Here's another one. <laughs> Colloquialism. Colloquialism. I love that word. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I know a lot of them, and I like watching someone's face when I point one out. He, she has no idea what I'm talking about. A lot of the older <laughs> generation knows what I mean and will laugh, uh-huh. but sometimes I get the laugh. All right. Going on to some more as we get to the... We'll get to the top five-ish in a sec based on time. Uh, juxtaposition. Like juxtaposition. Yeah. Uh, Steve, you're not following orders. Oh, juxtaposition. Yeah. I forgot. Oh, yeah, man. I and I was really bad ragging on people about uh, not following directions earlier. Yes, too. and yeah. you are not following oh, them. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. And they said, I love when I get a chance to use it. It makes me feel smart. But they don't tell me what it means. I have no idea what that means. I am done. It's when you I switch guess. two things around, right? To juxtapose, right? Uh, oh, that makes sense. I, I, I think it's Ish. when you tech. It's when you have two things you're kind of comparing that are that are different. 
I want to okay. say that's what it is. I'm not 100%. I, it, I like Connie's definition because I thought it was like ju- juxtaposition sounds like a junk is in position. So I actually was thinking it meant moving two things around. Like when you adjust yourself. The fact of two things being seen or placed close together with contrasting effect. Oh, Connie, we both are right if you really think about it. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I can right. do a couple more and we'll do the top five-ish. Okay. Uh, homogenization. 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 Because it's fun to say. Uh, somebody else said moist. We won't get into that. Somebody said moist. seriously. Moist. Seriously. Seriously. Because it can take Seriously the moist. <laughs> oh God. Because it can take the place of multiple words and I can't get in trouble because I'm not swearing at any I had some times. coffee cake this morning that was seriously moist. <laughs> there you go. It was really good. Okay. Top five ish. All right. People uh, hate that word moist. I know. They do. Some people they do. do. Some people hate uh, the word panties. <laughs> I love saying candies. These are just words people hate. (laughs) Connie says it like she's selling them to an old person. It's great. Okay. Panties. What is your favorite word and why? Uh, Phenomenal. 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 It's kind of fun to say, but I uh, use it all the time, especially when I'm talking about food or my boys, when they do something good. I think it's a really uplifting word, and I love the way that some people just can't say it correctly. Feminine. I like the word too. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Or you would be a phenom. Yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Top five ish. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I knew somebody was going to say that. Expialidocious. Expialidocious. And they said because it's an amazingly long word. Now, uh, their favorite word, this one's interesting. In English, and you have to say it slowly like Buddy the Elf. Okay. <laughs> I'll stop the Always show. Always fun. Always fun. Francisco. 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 Now, in Spanish, you guys get ready to go again. In Spanish, okay. they go on to say, if you Google the pronunciation fish, she tells me to Google the pronunciation or I'm going to murder it, but I'm not going to do that because I have faith in my abilities. Are you ready? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. El sacapuntas. El Secapuntes. El Are we secapuntes? swearing right now? No, it's uh means pencil sharpener. Oh. <laughs> she goes on to say, my kids did the Spanish thing, and just to annoy them, I would say it all the fun to, all the time. El Secapuntes. And they would be uh, screaming, Mom, stop yelling pencil sharpener. So she likes to do it. It's <laughs> just hilarious. funny, Mom. All Next right. question of the day today, your favorite word and why? Number three, discombobulated. Ooh, yeah, that's a great word. Discombobulated. Discombobulated. And they said, why? Why do I like that word? Well, it's fun to say. Say it again. Say it again. Go ahead. Say it again. Discombobulated. 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 She also likes butt hurt and Sheboygan. I don't know why. <laughs> that's funny. That's why it's number three. Ah. Uh, by the way, there's a lot more that'll be on the website that we can't say on the air because y'all are pervs, but here's the num- <laughs> number two. Okay. Butt hurt. Butthurt. Butthurt. Yeah, that's a great one. Uh-huh. LOA. LOL. She goes, LOL. These days, everybody's so butthurt about everything. Uh, I also like to say the word Sheboygan. And that's from a different person that likes Wait, the word what? Sheboygan. Funny. They both like butthurt and Sheboygan? Yeah, no. Weird. One likes discombobulated and Sheboygan. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She likes butthurt too. Yeah. Everybody, and they, it's like everybody and likes butthurt and Sheboygan. Those two need to meet and become best friends. Right? I did verify yeah. they are different people. They are different yeah. people. It was via the app. They need to meet and, and become f- best friends, though. In Sheboygan. 
Yeah. They'll feel Finally. <laughs> Maybe they shouldn't be. Num- <laughs> number one. Next question of the day. Uh, what's your favorite word and why? Boobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boobs. Now, this is gonna be this is gonna be one of those things where Steve's gonna uh, solicit ask somebody for something. Are you ready, Connie? What? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, their favorite word Way to is make boobs. him sound like a creeper. I know, right? right. Well, wow, Steve, listen, you ready? Yes. She wrote, LOL, the reason my favorite word is boobs is because I love mine. They're so great. Yes. It's also a great word. And by the way, did you know that you can spell boobs on a calculator? You can. Tell me she doesn't yes. sound like Steve's type of girl right mm-hmm. there. You can even spell boobies by adding a one three in there. You can spell yeah. boobless as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eight zero zero three seven seven seven. You can't spell three seven seven. Yeah, boobicious. Not right. Yeah, you, you just spelled booble. You spelled booble. That's not right. I need to see a calculator. You just spelled booble. Nope, we're leaving it there. Nope. Boob dribble. (laughs) If you've ever partied with a celebrity, Hmm. text us, message us, let us know the story. You know, if you can to a degree, because I'm about to rock Connie's world. I not rock her world, but Connie's gonna get a little tingle and a little jealousy by by something that happened from earlier. Are you? Am I gonna get a tingle in my Pringle? Yes, you are. Yes, okay. you are. Okay. Good. Do you remember earlier today, earlier in the show, we played pr- a clip of that new song, Prince's Estate, released. It's previously unheard. He wrote yes. it for Bonnie Rayet back in the yes. day. It's called I Need a Man. Money's all you got. I don't want it. If you can't make me hot, I don't need you around. If you can't turn me on, I don't need it. Wait for it. Yeah, Connie, you really mm-hmm. liked that earlier. Actually, mm-hmm. at the end, too, if you don't know how to spell the word man, Prince even helped you out with that. Yeah, thank you, Prince. So anyway, uh, we got a message. Connie was talking about Chanhassen, which is where the city where Paisley Park is and where he used to That was Prince's go. house. That was his yeah. house. So now it's like Graceland where you can tour it. And Dan and I toured it uh, right after Christmas this past year. And we got a message today from Samantha. She says, uh, sister with a brain here, you totally Mm -hmm. made my day. I'm from Minnetonka, Minnesota. Now, Lake Minnetonka Uh, from the movie Purple Rain is where the girl with the Prince actually had a house on Lake Minnetonka. Yeah, it's the first time I ever saw a boob. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) uh, she's from Minnetonka, uh, Uh. Minnetonka, Minnesota. And I've been one of I've been one of those girls Connie was talking about at 3 a.m. parties at Paisley (sighs) Park Studios. She goes on to say, I used to waitress when I was 25 years old at a bar called Pauly's in Chanhassen. It was Mm -hmm. located about a mile or so away, and Prince's guitar techs and band would come in on a nightly basis for dinner and drinks. So Mm -hmm. here's what would happen. They'd be in the area for months while working on a new album. So Prince would have pop-up concerts, and the group would invite me. I have Mm. lots of special and rare guitar picks. She actually sent photos of them. Mm-hmm. I have had a personal tour of his residence and studio. I stayed for after parties, and I actually met him. Mm. It was an amazing time in my life. It was really fun for me to hear you guys talk about it. It brought me back. Lots of love. I love listening to you guys. Oh, so, that's so amazing. Now, can we oh. open up the shell of that story and see if there's a pearl in there? And I think the pearl is, 
I think she hooked up with Prince. I think she hooked up with Prince. You do? I do. What makes the you think she that? Said it, she said it eloquently. Little things in there. I had a personal tour of his residence and studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that doesn't mean yeah. it was from him. And she met him. <laughs> she said, and I met him. I met the man. Well, the fact that she mm-hmm. said, and I met him, it, like implies that he didn't give the tour. Somebody else gave the tour. Yeah. Exactly. Or she met him <laughs> in Prince's bedroom. I, I think they hooked up. No. She said it was an amazing time in her life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that would have been an amazing time in my life, too, minus the mm-hmm. hookup. I mean, don't get me wrong. At that time in my life, sure. <laughs> yeah, right. 25. Okay. Sure, dude. Uh, oh. But at, I mean, it, it, that would have been an amazing time in my life anytime if he had given me or or if I'd been in there while he was still living there and there was a party. Are you kidding me? Oh, have you ever yeah. like, Connie, what are you? Are you five, three, five, four, five, four. Can you yeah. imagine you and Prince at a party at his house? He's giving you a tour of the residence or whatever. Or you run into him in, in the residence mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, I won't give you a kiss. Kiss. And, uh, you see, then you bend down to kiss him. And no, uh, he was know, also five, four. Are you sure? We're I the same height. Four, four. No. Uh-huh. I was just at Paisley Parkfish. He's he was five four. Um, he always the reason and the reason is. for his addiction to painkillers was because he used to wear heels all the time oh, and really? jump off speakers. That was oh, like wow. his signature move. Don't you remember seeing him like even in Purple Rain constantly? Oh, yeah. He was jumping off speakers, jumping on, and it really messed with his his hips and his shoes. I would say they probably were uh, most of them were very similar. They were all kind of like booties, you know, like ankle boots. And they had like a two to three inch heel on them. So actually I would have been, because if I was at Prince's house, you know, I'd have some four inch heels on. So I'd probably have been about an inch taller than him. But yeah, we were the the same height, but he was tiny. They have his at Paisley Park, which was his home. uh, They have his clothes, a lot of his uh, costumes and just regular clothes that he wore all the time on mannequins. And I'm not kidding you. That guy probably had a 23-inch waist. Really? Tiny. Oh, would you want to hook tiny. up with a dude with a 23-inch waist? Uh, on a regular, like a regular real life? No, but Prince, yes. Yeah, I get it. I get yes. it. I mean, I don't get understand the Prince hookup, but you know, yes. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> you just yeah. said you get it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm about. Yeah, I, I think he gets it, Steve. I think he gets it. Oh yeah, I think he gets it. More than wants to let on. Yeah, I think so. Can we just uh, throw the nugget out about Martha Stewart and the conversation you and I had off the air today about her? You were telling me oh. I did more research. Do you know that the she uh, apparently she started to sell her own line of CBD products. Right. And she samples them. Like, she, yeah. they joke about her being a stoner. But apparently, uh, when she hung out at the... One of the funniest roasts I've ever seen was the Justin <laughs> Bieber roast. Yes. Agreed. And she she and roast. Snoop buddied up and hung out there. And she said, Snoop must have smoked 10 giant flat fat blunts. And I inhaled <laughs> all that smoke. I felt good. It was a contact high. That's what mm-hmm. I call it. Or, or no, and then she goes, I think that's what they call it. That's what they call it, yeah. Yeah. She said, I had to fly that night. I don't remember getting on the plane. I don't remember doing anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She didn't even remember her performance at the roast. So Yeah, she started Martha smoking Stewart. with Snoop in, uh, I think she said 2015. Yeah. She didn't smoke before that. Getting high on the weed with Snoop Dogg. 
Oh, what yeah. a life you lead, Martha Stewart. How, how, oh, have But CBD changed. gummies don't get you high, right? I don't, I no, don't think don't. so. Mm-hmm. No, when no, I was, uh, when my jaw, before I went to physical therapy and my jaw, I have TMJ and it was really bad. Um, yeah. A bunch of listeners had said, try CBD oil, CBD oil. And that was right at the beginning of when it got super popular. Uh, before Family Video started selling it, let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so I went to some hippie store and bought some. And uh, I didn't really notice it, to be honest with you. It didn't help with my pain. But I need a lot to help with my pain. But it yeah. did help me sleep. But I didn't feel high at all. But you it just slept made me tired. pretty well, right? Yeah, I, I did. Imagine. I slept like a baby, but it didn't make me high. Yeah, so yeah, I, I mean, think Martha's doing it wrong if she's trying to get high. Well, or she's just hanging out with Snoop a lot and making weird TV commercials and <laughs> cashing in. I, I, yeah, I love maybe. Martha Stewart with that. I think that's great. Maybe. All right, back to the dance party next. I mix. I want to say hi to Tammy and her husband who are driving up to Traverse City right now uh, for a weekend to go have Woo. some fun. A nice romantic weekend, right? Yeah, yeah, and I was getting the feeling, which always this always makes me laugh. I was getting the feeling that uh, her husband doesn't normally listen to us. Okay. Which, yeah. Rude, by the way. Right? Yeah. Why? Yeah. He uh, must be having trouble in the marriage. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, she uh, she said that he's laughing at her because she's like dancing in the car. Good. Yeah. There's nothing better than having a stroke. Nothing better than a good car <laughs> dance from the lady you love. You know what I'm saying? That's sexy. <laughs> hey, if it makes her happy, makes her happy. And I think she's mm-hmm. highly intelligent. That Tammy. Okay. She's a smart uh, cookie. Bye. By the way, Connie, if you're uh, trying to think of a way to make somebody happy, you could be mm-hmm. a genius. We didn't get a chance to talk about this at all this week, and I've been dying to talk about it. What's it's that? the perfect, perfect compromise. So, my friends, <laughs> if I were to go and uh, win a free meal from somewhere, like a, 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 what would be a good fast food that I can consider, I could make into a fancy meal, and it would make me happy. Taco a good Bell. What do you think? Taco Bell. Yeah. Taco Bell. Very yeah. good. Yeah. So if I were to tell you that Taco Bell is branching out into more serious uh, delicacies, is this something you might be interested in hearing? Uh, sure. Because my You're friends. You're anyway, so it doesn't matter what we say. Exactly. So sure. You have no choice. Yeah. But so stop right. and listen, my furry little okay. friends. Done. Taco we'll Bell is debuting. This is real. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. own custom wine. Mm-hmm. Yes, I saw this. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's the. It's like jalapeno something. Ha- jalapeno newer. <laughs> yeah, it's jalapeno <laughs> noir. Newer. Jalapeno. Jalapeno. Yeah. Isn't it pronounced uh, jalapeno? Jalapeno. 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 Can I get some of that there jalapeno noir? Yeah, no, it's jalapeno, jalapeno noir. Yeah, noir. gross. It's going to pair with its disgusting. new menu item. They have the toasted cheesy chalupa coming out. This is a 100% percent mm. uh, true fact. Actually, I think I have a sample of somebody at their drive-thru here. Just... Welcome to Taco Bell. Please order when you're ready. I'd like two regular tacos and a Baja Blast. May I suggest a bottle of Gordito Grenache, full-bodied with herbal notes. No, just the tacos and the Baja Blast. How about a bottle of a seven-layer Malbec? Delicate and fresh, very soft tannins. Yeah, they have great stuff coming out, like seven-layer Malbec and, like, all the wonderful things. Think about that. You think you're going to be able to get wine in the drive-thru? I doubt it. Yes. Uh, Best day ever. Jalapeno Noir. 
to pair with the toasty cheesy Ugh. chalupa. Think of the other things you could pair. Beefy Frito burrito. You could get a nice, uh, what are some other wines? Malbec's, uh, that's uh, the Sauvignon Blanc. A Blanc Merlot. with your burrito. Yeah. A mm. Merlot with uh, your, uh, <laughs> get one of them Merlots with, uh, what pairs? A, a nacho. Yum. Nacho Merlot. Why yeah. Steak here? I get the steak nachos. Be- a beefy dish would be good with a Merlot. Yeah. yeah. You gotta do beef. Mm-hmm. See that? Mm-hmm. You know what the best thing to do, too, when you order at a fancy restaurant, even though it's the cheesiest, oldest joke ever, is to order a Merlot and, uh, and a filet. Yeah. And Fillet watch Mignon. your wife get, yeah, <laughs> that thing. Yeah. Watch your wife get really irritated and roll her eyes or whoever you're with. Uh, and then when she she's her heard eyes. the joke. Right? And then times. when she rolls her eyes, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't order any champagne before our meal. <laughs> Hamburger. <laughs> Give me some of that champagne. We're getting ready to go. Wrapping up the week. That is not, uh, I know earlier we played that Prince song, the new Prince song. I, I should have chosen as my Friday fish pick, my favorite new song that I heard this week. And we and I didn't get to do it. And wow. I, I don't know why I wasn't thinking that. You remember what? when we were talking about ooh, um, Opalaka, the town in Florida? Yes. That uh, made it so guys, uh, they used to have an ordinance where you couldn't bust a sag in your pants or girls couldn't have whale tail when you can see their thong coming right. out of their jeans. Yeah. And they they took that back, right? So, yeah. Yes. That new, Show that whatever new parody, you want. That new parody song was released here, just let, you know, in case you forgot. Great way to wrap the week. you see my behind hanging out on my pants, then you're about to say hi to my... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The bonus song, God. I wear my pants pulled down about halfway. Hit it, girl. Dumb. You love this? Is that what you said? Lightly. Yes. So low, I shake my stuff nightly. I got me some pants. They're as big as a sail. And I pull them on down to show my all right, okay, okay, I'll stop. I don't want to ruin the way. I just, I, I just do your song. It's Carol's song. It's, it is. That's what oh. Steve just said. It's Carol. <laughs> Hold on, here you go. Oh, way to tie it all back into six o'clock this morning, Steve. Yes. Bringing it back. So, Carol is a great member of the Click of Six, and she went on our Punta Cana trip with us and never talked to us the entire time. No joke. That is not even a joke. True story. It was really funny because we gave her a lot of crap afterwards going, uh, where did you, what did you do? Did you, like, leave? We never even met you, and you're... Yeah, like, we thought we were going to hang out with you the whole time. She was funny. And, um... She always talks about having giant granny panties, so there you go. Yeah, that's kind of her thing. That's how she gets the boys. I don't know where she's getting the boys, but that's her gig. She was texting a lot this morning. Yeah, she was very active. Well, I like your other fish pick better. I like Blanco Brown better. Okay, well, Blanco Brown's a good way to wrap up the week. I guess I should have just stuck with that. I'm sorry. Good butt crack. Uh, Don't forget this weekend, Mix957GR.com. We need your bad home haircut, your bad hairdo. Just a picture here with you with some messed up hair. You upload it on there, fill out the little form. Uh, somebody's going to win 250 bucks to design one salon spa, okay? Yeah. It could so be you. It could be get your it done significant this other. It could be your kids. It could be your spouse. Yep. It could be anything. Just not a pet, yep. obviously, probably. Absolutely. So Mix957GR.com. Try and do it this weekend because we're going to vote on it next week. On All a right. final note, on a final note, Cotty, Carol just texted, you asshats. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> we'll talk to you Monday night. Oh, Carol, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day at work. <laughs>
All right, all right, all right. Put your muffin down. Get out of your car and go to work. Now it's the Connie and Mitch show. All up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Good Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up. 